Cult Collectibles is the number one site for historical items from the People's Temple, Heaven's Gate, Om Shinrikyo, and many other cults that you never even knew existed. Hundreds of hours of work have gone into curating our collection of unique and one-of-a-kind items from the dark history of these groups. We also have a large selection of true crime memorabilia from such notorious cases as Edmund Kemper, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and many more. We add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our Instagram at Cult Collectibles. So visit us on the web at cultcollectibles.org today. Hey, this is Stephen Byer from Iron Films, and you're listening to Sick on Cinema. Everybody and welcome to Sick on Cinema. I'm one half of your soulful singing, slaughtering samurai <laughs> podcasters, John. I'm your other half, Matt. <laughs> what? I just thought what I expected for this week. What'd you expect? I no, I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> I wanted to do something fun, not just obvious. Well, you know, soul singing samurais. He he breaks it down towards the end of that movie. <laughs> he just motherfucker be spitting bars. <laughs> <laughs> Even the DVDs and subtitles were so fucked, I can't tell you what he's singing. God actually, damn it. And no, this is not the unearthed DVDs. <laughs> no, it's XD video DVDs. God. So we welcome everybody to part one of what is soon to be a two-part epic. Yeah. As we journey deep within the trenches of the most controversial. Infamous series in Japanese cinema history, I would say. Uh, more likely. The guinea pig franchise. Um, this is a low energy episode. I can already feel it. <laughs> I'm trying, man. Getting, just getting to uh, this episode. This has been one of the hardest preps ever. It, and it, it has nothing to do with the movies at all. The movies are short. Short and easy to watch. And enjoyable. Yeah. For what they are. <laughs> well, yeah. But like work is just, it's murdered me. Yeah, and uh, it's just it's just been a weird weird week too. Yeah, been a shitty week. It's been a real shit fest, real shit show. Yeah, I like how I turned my notifications off of my phone and then it goes bing. I heard that. What the hell was what that? What the fuck? <laughs> who's, who's texting you on air? It's probably just like Snapchat or some shit being like, you've got people posting shit. It's like, I don't give a fuck. It's a shit show. It's a shit show. Yeah. Um, I'm very much looking forward to this. This is part one. We will be covering the first three entries in the guinea pig series. Yes. And then, of course, we take a week off like we always do. And then when we come back, we'll be doing part two, which is the last three entries as well as the um, unofficial sequel. Yes. Lucky Sky Diamond. I mean, if you can consider it being a week off this time since we're <laughs> posting this on a Tuesday. But uh, good point, good point. 
it's more like a couple of days. Yeah, but still, I mean, yeah, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, anything you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah. Anything you want to you, you say? You know, uh, you I mean, wanna, you want to get in there? You want to? You, you know? <laughs> oh god, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, that's awesome. Fucking, oh no, it's been a horrible fucking week. Like I was like, I don't even know when I'm gonna get to watch these movies. Because <laughs> I was like, I got doctor's appointments, I got work, yeah. you know, and I'm working all literal all day. Yeah. So it's like, when the hell am I gonna get time to even watch? Even though they're like 40 minutes a piece, like when the hell am I even gonna have time to watch them? Yeah. I got a minnow. We pulled it off. It's a little late, and it's not even because of the prep. No, no, prep was done. It was just work. It's because work is just beating your ass with, like... Well, I get home so late now, you know? Yeah. Where I used to get home about 10, 30-ish. Mm-hmm. Now it's almost 12 o'clock before I get home. Yeah, and you don't feel like doing shit. Yeah, it's rough. But, uh... It's rough. Leon rough. Le- Leon rough? Really Leon rough? Yeah. He was that uh, guy in NXT who won the belt. He, like His whole gimmick was basically the belt was too big for him. Yeah. He picked his arms up the belt and dropped the floor. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, he sucks. Yeah, that is like. Anyways, I guess we probably should get into listener questions. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, what, what are we else? What are we massively low energy episode. God damn. <laughs> it's just been fucking... Oh, like, my sleep schedule's been fucked. I have not been able to, like, sleep properly in days. <laughs> so... Questions, comments, concerns. They can all be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Have we had any concerns? I don't know. Hmm. All right. But if you do have concerns, I mean, you can send those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to sickoncinema at gmail.com. <laughs> if you're concerned about John's well-being. <laughs> Findle, uh, mental and physical. Yeah. Uh, you can also wait to the week of the episode. We are a bi-weekly podcast, and on yep. Instagram we'll post a lovely little image made by Matt with some Thank skeletons you. dancing around in the background that says we are taking questions, and you can ask in the comments below. Yes. So first up here we have Adrian. Don't do it, Matt. <laughs> Not. I know you want to. My cat looks so fucking mad right now. <laughs> Sorry. Adrian says, hi, guys. I love the show on Alan Clark. Thank oh. you. Thank you. Not long ago, I had a job where I uh, supported people who had just been released from prison, and some of the older guys were regulars at Borsals across the country. They all spoke about scum and confirmed that the realism of what went on in the film. But they also spoke about how widespread the abuse was, the beatings by the guards and other prisoners, the extreme racism, stabbings, gang rapes, and the general inhumanity were commonplace and not unique or isolated as the film suggested. Jesus. It was just a place that made bad people worse, and it seriously annoys me when people say on social media that young offenders today are too wrapped up in cotton wool, and we should bring back the Borstals. God, who's saying that? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, my question. What are your thoughts on the morality of listening to music or watching films where the artist slash director has been convicted of something serious? For example, I used to enjoy listening to Lost Prophets. Oh, no. Before I found out that Ian, uh, was his name, Watkins? Yeah. Was a pedophile and almost went full Serbian film. They made great music, but I couldn't. I don't know if I'd say almost. (laughs) But I couldn't listen to them now. Adrian. And Adrian has a part two as well. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. I clicked the wrong button. 
I don't use computers well. <laughs> but sorry, I almost forgot. Seeing as you enjoyed The Firm, I highly recommend ID from 1995 about film... Uh, Another film about football hooligans yeah. and directed by Phil Davis, who played the Yeti in The Firm. Oh. Yeah. I'll have to check that out because I really enjoy The Firm. Yeah. And I love the idea of the, the, the soccer hooligan. The, yes. So thoughts on controversial figures. Oh, boy. And uh, how do you separate art from artists and stuff like that? Okay. So I guess the way I see it, like, oh, God, it's it's very difficult. I guess it's also your like own moral parameters. That's the thing. It's like, it really is up to the individual. I find for me, and maybe this is going to sound absolutely terrible, <laughs> but it does depend on the quality of the of the film as well. Yeah. Or the music or, as well. I don't watch anything about Victor Salva. Exactly. Like, I'm not a fan of Jeepers Creepers or Clown House or... Yeah. Definitely not. Uh, what was that movie made? Powder? Powder, yeah. yeah that movie sucked. So he like diddled kids and then got to direct a kids movie. Yeah. But I would be lying if I didn't enjoy the works of like Roman Blansky. Yeah, Rosemary's Baby is a fucking great movie. Is that fair? Should that be the case? Probably not. Probably not. And I understand that. So it's like it's difficult to speak on because it's like I think it all it's all individual and all up to like the certain scenarios, right? Right. But sometimes you gotta just kind of put your foot down. Like Lost Profits, like I gotta completely understand. <laughs> like that's yeah. really, really fucked up. Like I, again, people can correct me if it's if this is true or not. But like the band members went on to try to make another band. Apparently, it just didn't go anywhere <laughs> because of the reputation. See, that's unfortunate because it's not their fault. No, you know I hate that. They they shouldn't be judged based on you know the work of one guy. Yeah, um, and I think that that's one thing about film too, because we we talked about like Lucifer Valentine, for instance. You know the whole you know him getting kind of uh, <laughs> allegedly accused of yeah. you know certain things. You know, yeah, not uh, very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other people worked on that movie. Yeah, a lot of people put a lot of hard work into that movie, hmm. not just Lucifer Valentine. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like his movies, as far as I know, again, correct me if I'm wrong, please. But as far as I know, like nothing happened on the sets. As far as we know, I mean, as far I don't as know. we know, yeah, we're like Clown House. I mean, like that is where the crime took place. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's very difficult, and like I said, I mean, I, it's it's really it's up to the individual. You know whether or not you choose to separate art from artist or not. I guess like for like for me, if you want to listen to some of this stuff or watch it, make sure to like. I guess some of the people don't get the money. Yeah. Who like make sure that the directors or the you know some members of bands. Yeah. Who did awful things don't get that money. And it's like you know we're big wrestling fans too, and yeah. like you know the speaking out movement. Oh boy, was massive. Yeah. And like you you know, you would be lying if you said it isn't hard to go back and watch some older stuff now cuz as soon as one of those people's uh pop up on screen you're like, "Oh, oh god." Yeah. Ooh. You know Uh-oh. like <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It really is, you know. Yeah, I as I said, like I, my personally for me it's like based upon your own like moral parameter. What do you see yeah. as like crossing a line in your book? Like for, like, for me, I don't listen to a ton of stuff that's like that. And if I do, I don't mm-hmm. go to places where those people will get. And I guess it's also like bands like Bird. Like it doesn't have to be like, 
you know, they did something fucked up. Yeah. I guess you could look at it, too. It's like, oh, morally, they're not very good people. Yeah. A guy like Vark Vickerness in Burns. Well, he did kill somebody. Oh, well, good point. He's both. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But let's take out the fact he killed Euronymous for a minute. Okay. Just talk about the the fact he's a Nazi. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, You know, I'd be lying if I didn't say that. I think there's a couple of really good Burzum songs. But for like, but it's hard to listen to him because you're like, ah, Vark is such a piece of shit. For me, it's like, when it comes to like, or mayhem in general, you know? Yeah, it's like mayhem. They definitely did did and have talked about doing awful shit. And you could say a lot of the members of mayhem were not very good people. Yeah, uh, that's why I say go with Dark Throne instead. <laughs> yeah, Fenric is always based that that it, we know of. That we know of. Yeah, he doesn't talk about that shit. And also, like, Dark Throne's music is just better. I think so, too, but, you know. So, yeah, you know, I think it's a case-to-case basis for me, yeah. to be honest with you, you know. Which probably sounds awful to probably to some people, but I don't know. Ultimately, you got to make your own judgment, though. That's what yeah. I guess that's the, the ultimate point we're trying to make. Right. <laughs> but thank you, Adrian, for the question and the recommendations. We'll definitely check out ID. We, you know, we enjoyed the, the world of the soccer hooligan. Yes. So... Thank you very much. Next up, we... Oh, God. <laughs> Here comes the uh, the bi-weekly, John fucks up somebody's username. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man, this one's really hard. Stofi hmm. Ozen Hennenlot. Hennenloader. Hennenloader? Hennenloader? H-E-N-E-N-L-O-T-E-R? Hennenloader? Maybe. <laughs> Oh man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I butchered your name. I apologize. I guess you could like click on it and see if they have like a name you could use. It's too late now. We're already well, committed. Right. We're committed. And next week, next episode, you can ask a question and be like, This is how you say my name. This is how you say my name. You suck. <laughs> you all are the worst podcast known to man. Hello, Ahala. Uh, a fan from Sweden. I don't sure. feel as bad. Huh? I don't feel as bad now. It's not like, you know, <laughs> I barely can speak English, so it's like. <laughs> I can barely speak English. Been, uh, binge listening to all your episodes. Love it. My question is, what's your guys' favorite shot on video movie? <laughs> yes. What is the worst? And what is the most painstakingly SOV? Ooh. Uh, best? Oh, fuck. My favorite is probably Splatter Farm. Splatter Farm fucking rules. Which I would almost say is the uh, the most painstakingly shot on video film yes. as well. Because it does feel like two high school kids with a, <laughs> with a uh, camcorder at their grandma's house for the summer. And we're like, eh, let's make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But it's like, it's so charming and like weird. <laughs> but at the same time, like kind of fucked up and nasty yeah. as well. Probably like my favorite I'm stuck between two as my favorite, probably. And they're actually, like, I'd say they're just pretty damn good movies. The Abomination. Yeah. Is that shot on video? I think so. Or was that 8mm? It may have been 8mm. Yeah. I don't know. I thought I thought it was. I'm not sure. And uh, sh- uh, The Shattered Dead. Shattered Dead, yeah. Shattered Dead rules. That movie's really good. <laughs> oh, the worst? That's, well, that's Alien Beast. I mean, like, I, well. My God. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get much worse than that. <laughs> it's not even a movie. I don't know what it is, but it's not a movie. I remember <laughs> you, watched, you were watching it, and I, I came into your room, and you were just sitting there with, like, just fucking. I, I don't even know how to explain the expression on your face. <laughs> Like, I'd seen some shit. Like, I've been through war. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, it was just the most, like, what the fuck is this? It was probably numb. 
<laughs> because like I'm watching, I'm like, this is an anomaly. A human didn't make this movie. What is this? And then, this is uh, Alien Beast feels like if aliens watched a bunch of movies and tried to pr- approximate what a human would like in a yeah. movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what Alien Beast feels like, but not in a good way. No, it's just bad. Oh God! So what is the most like? Painstakingly SOV. I probably. Oh, I didn't even finish my Alien Beast story. No. Fuck. I'm, I have brains not working today. Man, it's all I'm right. sorry. We're both exhausted and tired and <laughs> fucking stumbling over our words. Ah, yeah, it's fucking horrible. Probably it's not like we're drunk, even though we're not. I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I walked in as you were watching, and you had that look on your face as I said. And then I started watching it, and I was like, this is fucking horrible. And, but you can't stop watching it. <laughs> you can't it. stop. Once you start it, you got to finish it, even though you're like, I don't know what this is. Yeah. I'll tell you another one is Boarding House. Is it? Okay. Boarding House is an anomaly. That might be the most painstakingly SOV, SOV movie yes. ever made. Just because it's, it's long. Like, it's long. It's confusing. <laughs> it's it's insane. Yes. There's no rhyme or reason to anything. No. Shit just happens. Ha- and you're like, ah! <laughs> the dialogue is insane. I tell you, uh, a movie that's not SOV but feels like it is Things. Things, yeah. That's super eight. Yeah. They made it, a, I don't know if it was shot on SOV or if it was uh, shot on digital. Yeah. Like mini DV, but uh, Wicked World. That movie's in, like, I can't even tell you what that movie's about. <laughs> it's incomprehensible. Like, it's fucking wild. <laughs> um,. Also, five five five. Oh my god, I love five five five. Is that that is shot on video? Yeah, that's crazy. Video. The works of Chester Turner. Chester, oh my god. When you talk about like painstakingly SOV, that is it. Black Devil Doll and maybe Tales oh from the Quad god. Dead Zone even more so. Tales from the Quad Dead Zone absolutely is like painstakingly SOV. Another one too is Scary Tales. Oh, Scary Tales fucking rules it though. It does, but it feels like like even the cover like the cover that Agfa did for yeah. it. Yeah. When you look at it, it's like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's shot on video right there. <laughs> that represents shot on video perfectly. Yeah, like, uh, Shattered Dead, though. Mm-hmm. Shattered Dead is just a solid fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, Shattered Dead is just a great movie. Like, it, it's about zombie. Like, it's essentially a zombie movie where you don't die, you don't, like, crave flesh, but. You just don't die. Yeah. Because, like, it's been a while since we watched it. But if you get, like, injured, you carry those injuries for the rest it's of It's like, um,. An angel came down to Earth and had sex with a human. Yeah. And to punish mankind for it, God made it where no one could ever die. Yes. Is that that's the plot, right? Uh, but the way it's like, how is it? It's transmitted when you die. Yeah. Then you come back. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, sure, some of the acting is not the best. It's a little shaky around the edges, but oh, yeah. like, the ideal and the way it's done is so interesting. Oh, my God, yeah. It's genuinely pretty disturbing, too. <laughs> oh, worst. How do we not think about this? Fucking duck. Oh, God. <laughs> That's probably one of probably the worst. Probably because I fucking, like, blocked it out of my memory. I hate God. I hate that movie so much. It's not very good. I hate it. Like I know it has a cult following, and I get it. But God, I can't stand that fucking movie. I get. I get. I get it. It pisses me off. We. I went on. You want to go? You want to hear me go on a rant? Go, <laughs> go listen to the school yeah. shooter episode where I went off on Duck the Carbine High Massacre. <laughs> it also gets kind of heavy in that episode too. I, I ain't got the energy to go through it again tonight. <laughs> yeah, that that or movie. Any, you want? 
Now you've got me started. Oh, no. Well, you want to talk about the worst. Yeah. There's one man, and I hate to call him out. <laughs> Here we go. I hate to call him out because he made Ring me, the bell, ding, he, ding. He's probably a good dude. Yeah. He's probably a sweet man. But I have never seen a movie by this dude I thought was worth a fuck. Donald Farmer. <laughs> man, God bless. God bless him. He's he's living his best life. He's out there making movies, <laughs> but ah, damn, they're bad. Savage Vengeance. <laughs> Demon Queen is the closest thing he ever made to a good movie, and it still sucks. <laughs> it's like, dude, man, just give it up. <laughs> just give it up. <laughs> oh On the opposite God. end of the spectrum, oh, Tim Ritter. Tim Ritter, yeah. Love Tim Ritter. Uh, was, what was the movie that we watched together? Oh, fuck. By Tim Ritter. Oh, Killing Spree? Killing Spree. Love I love mean, that movie. Movie's wild. Uh, Dirty Cop, No Donut. That's one I want to shout out. Yeah. Because not a lot of people talk about that movie. Also, movies, movies, uh, a director's movies that are not SOV but feel like it is uh, fucking James Bale. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I would say, well, Ittenbach. Ittenbach, yeah. You know, his early stuff for sure. Burning yeah. Moon. Mm hmm. You know. But that's some SOV shout outs. We, I, I love SOV. SOV's fun as fuck. Yeah. So thank you, Stofi Ozen Hennelock. <laughs> Butchered that name. I tried. I tried my best. I'm sorry. <laughs> Next up is Mikey Brushaber. I was having this debate with my bandmates the other day. Would you consider Alien a slasher film? Also, are there any good comedy slasher movies? Would you consider Alien a slasher? Uh, I'd say the first half probably isn't, but later it definitely... It plays a lot like a slasher. Yeah. You know, you got the... Instead of a group of teens, you got like, you know... Scientists. Scientists, middle-aged uh, to younger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all on a ship, and they're being picked off one by one by an unforeseen force. Yes. You know, it, it plays a lot like a slasher film re in reality. Um, Alien's one of those movies where it's like... I guess it became so pop culture that, like, it isn't seen as a horror movie necessarily. Yeah. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, it's just a sci-fi movie. That movie is a haunted house film. It's a slasher film. You know? Yeah. Like, it's a monster. It's a creature feature. It's an epic. Yeah. You know, it, it it's a horror movie. Yes. It's genuinely scary at times, too, you know? Like, yeah. the way the creature uh, picks people off is genuinely frightening. <laughs> the first, like, it's so weird. Because, like, I'd seen Aliens, mm -hmm. but I had never seen Alien. <laughs> Like Until the, recently. Yeah, there's a great scene where, like, after the chestburster scuttles off and yeah. the guy with the cat is searching for it, and they're looking for the little yeah, little thing, the little chestburster, right? And also, like, the little, like, the saliva drips Oh, on my it. God. And you get that first shot of, like, that mouth opening. That shit is so good. It like, is. it's so creepy. You know, and, like... <laughs> The way the the way they shot the uh, xenomorph in Alien it, to me is better than what they did with Aliens. Yeah, they're not as scary in Aliens because it's kind of like, it's a little uh, Aliens a little more action. Yeah, it's definitely and I love Aliens. I don't want this to sound like I don't. Yeah, but it's just not as like impactful because there's so many and they're just everywhere and they're just running around getting blasted away. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where in the first one, it's like this force can't be stopped. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's like, you can't figure out where it is, what it's doing. You know, it's mm -hmm. constantly hiding and slinking around, you know. One of my favorite favorite parts of Alien is, like, you don't really see it anywhere because I guess it's, like, it's more, it's not like a jump scare or anything like that. But you see the aliens, like, really uh, comes across the alien just sleeping. Mm-hmm. 
It's uh, intense. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I would I would definitely say that Alien. I wouldn't 100% say it's a slasher, but yeah. it carries a lot of slasher elements. It's the horror sci-fi equivalent of Homer's Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's just the, it has all genres. Uh, also, are there any good comedy slasher movies? Comedy slasher movies? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, uh, Unmasked Part 25 yes. is one we reviewed that I thought was really good. Really funny. <laughs> Timmy and T-Rex to an extent. I, I don't know if it's a slasher, for se. No, but... Uh, would Psychos in Love count? I don't know. I don't they do they, kill people. They do, but I don't know if that's a sl- okay. slasher, for se. Well, well, either way, watch that movie. It's great. Yeah. Unmasked Part, Unmasked Part 25, I mean, it is kind of a parody on the slasher yeah. genre, but, like, the characters are very charming and over the top, and the kills are really good. Yeah. You know, so, like, it plays the best of both worlds, really. Yeah. That's what I would go with some part on Mass Part Twenty Five. Because a lot of times you get into like when you get into like comedy slashers, you get into like the parody realm. You get like Thanksgiving and shit. Yeah, and it's like they're they can be fun, but like they're not genuine. Yeah, they don't love the genre. You know, I was trying to think of more slashers that are just comedies, and I'm having a hard time. Yeah. It's not necessarily a slasher, but the editor. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's more like a Jalo parody, but, like, yeah. the kills are definitely slasher-esque. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yes. 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 Mm. Ah. <laughs> Thank you, Mikey Brushaver, for the uh, for the question, as always. <laughs> Next up is Just Doe. I think it's right, right? J-Y-S-T Doe. I've talked so. about this. I still don't know <laughs> if I'm saying it right. I'm an idiot. What up, boys? Top three food places in your area of Tennessee. Also, what's your best pickup line? Oh, God. <laughs> when it comes to pickup lines, uh, none, because I'm terrible at it. Yeah, I usually do. <laughs> when it comes to like relationships, which I've been in one in a long time, but... <laughs> uh, Mostly just like trying to be friends with someone until like until they like you. Yeah, like hey, <laughs> yeah, because I don't. I, going? I, I don't do pickup lines. I have a friend who has the best pickup line ever, but I don't know if I should say it on the podcast. <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> fucked up, but um, I don't know if you should say it or not, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, what do you think? I don't know, bro. It's it's pretty fucked. <laughs> Oh, um, that's a, you know what? The ball's in your court, brother. I mean, we've, we've covered some fucked up shit on here before. I think everybody knows where we stand as far as, like, people. Uh-huh. So I think they understand that this is just strictly a joke. <laughs> also, it's not my joke. I'm just, I'm just retelling it. <laughs> We're not going to say the, the, the person's name either. Because <laughs> it is a fucked up he joke. He said his, his pickup line is, uh... <laughs> He's like the second tower in 9-11 Because once it hit he never, You never forget Fuck <laughs> So fucked up It's terrible <laughs> But God it's good oh. God I hope there's no one listening That has like relatives that died <laughs> During that but you know <laughs> um, So top three food places in your area Of Tennessee Shit Uh we're not super well known for food in this area in particular, but Tennessee is. Yeah. You know, uh, down in Nashville, of course, you got Hattie B's. Dude, oh, my God. Nashville hot chicken. That shit rules. Bussin'. It's bussin'. <laughs> She's bussin'. Or as your mother said that one time, bustin'. Bustin'. 
I don't know where she heard that ad. <laughs> we do have a really good sushi restaurant called Asian One around here. Oh, that is. Oh my god. Very good. I love that fucking place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had pho at one point too, but that moved out, and that's sad because I well, love pho and I haven't had it in forever. I've never had it at all, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, Smoky Mountain uh, Brewery. Yes, it's very good. Very, very good. They have good beer and good food, so it's the best of both worlds. I don't drink. <laughs> well, you know, it's okay. <laughs> but I'm trying to think of what else. Yeah. That would be like, oh, if you come to Tennessee, you need to try, you know? Yeah. Man, I'm not thinking of food places around here. No, it's a lot of like, just like, you know. Most of them, we can't afford to go to those fucking places. <laughs> Well, it's like you got your, like, Americanized Asian and your Americanized Mexican, you know, like, yeah, yeah, Americanized yeah. Italian, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the big one would be, like, if you're in the Nashville area, you definitely want to get some hot chicken. Yeah. It's, like, you know, the hop is real. It's good. <laughs> is Cheddar's a chain? Yes. Okay. I like Cheddar's. <laughs> <laughs> is Denny's a chain? <laughs> It's not as obvious as Denny's. You don't see any Cheddar's commercials, bro. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking compare Cheddar's to Denny's. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, you ever go get the Grand Slam? <laughs> Guys, I don't know if you know about this place. The Waffle House. <laughs> it's pretty good, man. <laughs> Look, I've only been to one Cheddar ever. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a chain. <laughs> What's that uh, German place in um, oh, Johnson fuck, I don't City? remember what it's called. Friedberg's or something yeah. like that? I'm sure I'm butchering that. That place is really good. That is good. <coughs> yeah, there's some. I spelled dot on there. That's sweet. Thank you, Justo, for the questions. <laughs> Next up, the Cemetery Bros. Hell yeah. Weirdest but most enjoyable Japanese film slash anime <laughs> you have ever seen. Keep up the good work, boys. Thank you. Um, I mean, it might be a bit of a cop-out answer, because I feel like a lot of people say this. Yeah. But, uh, Gozu. I have not seen Gozu yet. Gozu uh, is just so fucking wild, man. Like, there's... I haven't seen it in years, but there's moments that are just, like, engraved in my brain <laughs> that I'll never forget. Uh, Enjoy, one including a, a golden ladle that goes up a guy's ass. Well. That's, like, one of his kinks. Good lord. Like, he does it a few times. It's not just what once. What the fuck? That's, like, how he gets off. It's like, yeah, shove the gold ladle up his ass. Fucking... Houseu, of course. Oh, for sure. It's, I'll tell you one we haven't watched yet, but I know it's weird. But I bring it up solely because when I saw the runtime of this movie, yeah, I was fucking shook. <laughs> John shuddered. I was shook to the damn core by this <laughs> runtime of this movie. Funky Forest. Like, we all know. We've heard of it. We've seen yeah. the highlights. We know it's a crazy movie. But when I looked up the runtime and saw it was two and a half hours, it, it like I said, it shook me to my core. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't believe it. I was stunned. <laughs> stunned, man. I was like, how could this movie be two and a half hours? <laughs> And then I looked at the sequel, and it's like 80 minutes. And I'm like, <laughs> like what the Wait, hell? Is War Force a sequel? I think so. Or at least like a companion film. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, you know, same directors, I think. Okay. You know, I'm like, I was baffled, man. I could not it's believe insane. it. Fucking, uh, of course, there's like a lot of Mike stuff. Yeah. And if you want to get into like some fetishy kind of things. Yeah. Like the Nakatsu titles. Yeah. You know, of course, the entrail films. Mm-hmm. Those movies are bizarre. <laughs> I know you talked about Oregon. Man, Oregon's a movie I've seen at least three times and couldn't tell you a single thing about it. <laughs> I just remember being like, this movie's weird. <laughs> I mean, some of the movies we're going to be doing uh, here soon as well in this episode are pretty fucking weird. Oh, Executive Koala. 
<laughs> oh yeah because that's one of those movies where like there's humans and animals and you're like yeah. do humans realize those are animals are there other animals in this world that aren't like anthropomorphized <laughs> what about black rat black rat was kind of weird too yeah, yeah. um Arrow School. <laughs> God, I hate Arrow School. I know you do, but like I bring that one up solely because it's like not the weirdest movie you'll ever see as far as like just like what the hell visuals. But the fact that it's a comedy. Yeah. But it's also a rape movie. Yeah. You know? <laughs> a, a fetish rape comedy. Uh, it's it's like if you took the idea of Porky's is headed to Wumbo. <laughs> it really is, yeah. <laughs> it's a Japanese Porky's. I do not like Aero School at fucking all, but hey. I think it has its charm. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> you canceled, John. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> not again. Aero School. Aero School's got its charm. Canceled. <laughs> God damn it, not again. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I listen. I, I listen to some birds. I'm canceled. <laughs> Damn it! Fire. I didn't say I proved of Art Vickerness like ideologies. Canceled. Damn it! <laughs> well, I guess I'll go over here then. <laughs> I'll see y'all later. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, that that's a few that I can think of off the top of my head. Like I said, Funky Forest, man. What the fuck? <laughs> Fucking two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. <laughs> How? How? In my humble opinion, no movie should be two and a half hours. <laughs> God. 90 minutes or less, boys. <laughs> One day I got curious and I was looking up like one of the longest movies. Mm-hmm. And there's like a there's a movie. <laughs> Andy Warhol is dumbass. <laughs> Let me just film a building for 24 hours and call it art. <laughs> there's, Fuck you, dude. There's essentially this guy. Take a side bread. <laughs> He can't sop up no marinara. Fuck him. Oh, God. Oh, my God. There's this guy. He was, like, going around, like, filming shit and just random shit. Mm-hmm. And the movie's, like, eight days long or some shit. Oh, fuck, dude. Take his side bread, too. <laughs> <laughs> Take his side bread, too. <laughs> There's no reason, man. No. Look, I'm funny. not against long movies. I like. No. You know, I definitely like a few. Or not a few. If a movie's good, it's good, right? It yeah. doesn't matter the length. But it's just like, I have so little time anymore. <laughs> yeah. That if a movie is over 90 minutes, it's just like, man. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really got to commit. <laughs> you know, like, damn it. There's just been a couple movies that I'm like, hey, let's watch this. And you pop it in the player and you see the link. You're like, oh, God. Damn what it. was the one, uh, Rampo Noir? Oh, yeah. Which is a weird movie in its own right. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were going to watch that one night. And, and it, it was, was like, like two hours long. I mean, man. <laughs> can't do this tonight. <laughs> Pick a different movie. I barely got time to exist. You know what I mean? Like, taking a shit is a commitment anymore. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's fucking horrible. Yeah. Oh, God. Thank you, Cemetery Bros, for the question, as always, and go check out their podcast, Bones and Brew. Hell yeah. It's good shit. Oh, they got an awesome logo, too. You ever seen their logo? I have not. Hang on, let me pull it up for you. That shit. Can you see that? It's like a skeleton, like, grilling. Oh, it's cool. Reminds me of, like, Say Cheese and Die. Yeah. Sick. Say, say Cheese and Die, motherfucker. Next up, Rye one with his philosophical bullshit again. 
<laughs> I say that lovingly. Yeah. Because <laughs> these are fun. <laughs> and suffering a fixed and necessary component of existence. Yes. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Is there any way to escape it? No. No. <laughs> life is dreadful. As Vince McMahon once famously said, life sucks and then you die. <laughs> Vince McMahon could possibly go to jail. Uh, no, he ain't going to go to damn jail. No. He showed up on Monday Night Raw and was like, <laughs> Have you heard him recently? He says horrible. You can't make out a word he says. Oh my god! He also looks pretty rough too. <laughs> he, his jowls, man. He's like turning into droopy dog. He is. <laughs> but anyways, is suffering a fixed, necessary component of existence? Uh, if you're judging for my life, <laughs> it's all down. It's all, it's all downhill. Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I oh, it's tough, right? Because like, I guess so. Because like, if you didn't suffer some, when like something good or positive happens in your existence would you enjoy it as much hmm that's the question I, I pose to you I mean I do feel like everyone is going to have to go through some kind of hardship mm-hmm. in their lives so I mean I mean that's pretty that, that's suffering yeah so I'd say from I'd say there's no way to avoid it at some point. Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely not. Yeah. Everyone dies. Life sucks that you die. <laughs> Everyone is going to know somebody that they genuinely like or care about is going to die. Yeah. There's no escaping it. <laughs> While actual bad people fucking just exist <laughs> for years. But, you know, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like... Oh, no, I know. I'm just, I'm just Suffering being... is not escapable because at one point you're going to... Or more, probably more than one point in your life. Oh, well, yeah. You're going to lose friends and family members. Yes. So, we're all going to suffer in that way, and we all just have to deal with it. Yeah. Because, you know, to care is to suffer. Right? Does that make sense? So, the goal is just being a sociopath. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess that would be ideal. Well, that way you didn't get attached to things. It's like owning a pet, right? Yeah. Like, let's look at that, for instance. We go out and we find the cutest animal we can find. Yeah. And we raise it and we take care of it, knowing it's not going to outlive you. Yep. Knowing it's going to die and you're going to have to bury it and it's going to suck. But even if, like, you do die, right, mm. and you still have this pet, it's either going to starve to death or eat you. Well, hopefully you know somebody that's going to find it and, like, take care of it. <laughs> It's not just gonna be like leaving the house with you for days. Well, I mean that's probably my future, but <laughs> I'm gonna die like a bear me in my goddamn store. <laughs> no, God would not do that to you. They're gonna have a fucking plaque that said, "Here lies the best employee we ever had." <laughs> Dumb bastard never left. <laughs> and it's gonna be like <laughs> just the picture, the pic, like the picture you sent me earlier. They'll prop up my fucking corpse and it'll run the cash register. <laughs> Just decaying. Yeah, it's like F three. <laughs> you can go ahead and swipe your EBT card. <laughs> My brittle bones just doing the goddamn deposit. <laughs> God damn it, we're over twenty dollars. Where's it at? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so yeah. Also, it's like there's another example of it. It's like you like buying things. You like buying movies. Yeah. Well, guess what? You gotta go work. Yep. Suffering is necessary. Suffering is what it is. That's life. Yep. To get the few pleasures that we enjoy, you have to suffer to get them. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. 
Well, that was. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan, one for the question. That was funny yet depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is an absolute mad lad. <laughs> Lunatic Butcher Whore. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's, it's your boy. Would you like to shout out his podcast as well? Yes, the Graveyard Ship Podcast. Yes. He's also in a band. Uh, Pure Link Granny Gangrene. I make you say that because I always fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. <laughs> I mean, it is like... It's three... Except for like Granny. It's like three not very easy to say words. Purulent Granny. Gang, gangrene gangrene yeah cool yes cool cool they rule yes go support them they got merch go buy it they do yeah buy that merch, merch. <laughs> buy that who, who, who sang that was that fucking <laughs> it was either Jake or Logan oh, it was God. one of the Pauls go did we just find a dead body in the suicide forest yes <laughs> yes you did you fucking laughed at it <laughs> is Jaws asshole? horror or not what kind of question is this <laughs> Drop his meal. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> you trying to piss me off, right? I'm just playing. All questions are good questions. Uh, Jaws, yes. Jaws is horror. Jaws is horror. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know. But again, I guess when it comes to like your definition of horror, much like we were talking about, like when it comes to like, you know, separating art from artists, it's up to the individual, right? Yeah. I'm sure there's people out there who's like, oh, Jaws is not a horror movie. <laughs> it's so odd to me, though. Which is like, because like if you break it down, yeah, Jaws is a horror movie because you do have a killer shark, right? But how, to, how much of the movie is killer shark and how much of the movie is people just talking? Well. I mean, the ratio is definitely lopsided <laughs> from one to the other. You know yes. I mean? But like to me, that doesn't matter because like ultimately what is the movie about it's about a shark eating people in the yes. stopping hmm. sure you can call it action you can call it drama you can call yeah. it adventure you can call it whatever you want to but when you at its core I, I don't know to me Jaws is a horror movie 100% yeah but my definition of a horror film may be more looser and wider than some people's I guess some people would be like, oh, it's a thriller. Because I would call a movie like uh, Each of the Killer a horror movie. Yeah. Where I don't think some people would. I, it's definitely a genre blending movie. Mm-hmm. For sure. But I do. I think. Horror is so encompassing in other genres. Yeah. That it makes it the most diverse genre of any yeah. movie genre. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Y- you can have a horror comedy mm-hmm. or a comedy horror where it's like it's real hard to have like a comedy. Then in someone uh, just kill with a chainsaw, yeah. It's like, well, then it's a horror movie, yeah. You know, no other genre can incorporate other genres into it quite like horror. Horror is a wild genre because it's like action, right? All right, we got an action movie, mm-hmm. and then you add some horror elements into it. Well, people are like, well, it's a horror action movie, yeah. You know, what I mean, like, no other genre can like incorporate other pieces and still remain its genre the way horror does. Yes. Um, it's like you can even like. <laughs> there's, there's, movie, there's definitely movies to uh, show this. You can even combine the horror and porn. Yeah, horror and porn, horror and drama, horror and comedy, horror and romance. Yeah, Unmasked Part Twenty Five is horror romance. Yeah, for and sure. And comedy. Yeah, so cycles in love. Yeah, yeah. Tame the T Rex. We did a whole episode about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yes, Jaws is a horror film. Stamping it. Stamping it. <laughs> people. The people. jury decides. Jaws is hard. Moving on. Just smacking your bare leg. Don't tell my legs are bare. <laughs> you could have up, shorts on, bro. I definitely don't. <laughs> well, there you go. You just added yourself there. <laughs> I'm in my undies. In the undies. They're boxers. They're the print my shorts. Yeah. I mean, like, I wouldn't go out in public in this. No. But, like, you know, it's just short shorts. Yeah. 
that you wear underneath pants. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why would we do that? <laughs> Bro, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Next up is JK, bitch. Bitch. I just watched Deadbeat at Dawn on your recommendation, and I fucking loved it. They <laughs> needed rules. It's as if someone made a movie about what the enemies in '90s beat 'em up games are going, are doing when not fighting the hero. <laughs> yeah, it's a good way to describe it. Yeah, can you recommend me at a similar punky, politically incorrect action movie? The other two that come to mind are Escape from New York and Sunny Chiba Street Fighter, but they don't quite compare to Deadbeat, even though I love them too. Um. Oh, I mean, the problem is you peaked. Yeah, you know, Deadbeat is kind of like for me the quintessential uh, punk gang fighting movie, right? Yeah, like it's it's my favorite of that genre for sure. Um, Yes, it's got the best characters and just like it's at times kind of fucked up, Mm. other times really silly and fun. You know, it kind of blends those genres perfectly. Yeah, but uh, there's a movie called Shot. Yes, that I would recommend as well. It's less punky. Mm-hmm. But it's still got your good goons. If and you if you want like video game goon esque like characters, I mean, if you haven't seen it already, then you need to. Ricky O. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Ricky O is like Ricky O is fan fucking fantastic. It's essentially Mortal Kombat the movie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, that's a good shout. Ricky O rules. Uh, again, not not action, but more exploitation. Savage Streets, we rewatched that recently. Yeah, Savage Streets is a good one too. Very scuzzy. Yeah, it's like a gang movie as well because you have like yeah. a gang of girls and then the gang of guys. Yeah. 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 Even though Linda Blair's the lead and she's pretty much the only one that does anything, but still, yeah. it's like, you know. Uh, again, more. Go fucking Iceberg. Go fucking Iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> Another movie I'll shout out to, if again, if you haven't seen it already, fucking Hard Boiled. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard Boiled is fucking fantastic. That's a little different. That's a little more classy, a little more like... Oh, it's a little more classy, but it... Wow, Hard Boiled is also just a straight just action movie at its core. Mm. Where you have your hero and you have your... Essentially super villain. Yeah. And it's also Anthony Wong is in that movie. Oh, yeah. He plays a fucking bastard, so... He fucking rules, dude. He's very scuzzy in it. I love Anthony Wong. He's so good. Um, Adam Chaplin... Oh yeah, you know, for like a kind of like violent action movie. Yeah, I would recommend that one highly. Uh, I'm trying to think of some more. Fucking, of course, like uh, Bloodsport. Fucking rules. Oh yeah, that's a classic. Everyone knows about Bloodsport. Oh yeah, of course. Because I was gonna say Street Fighter the movie. Street Fighter the movie. (laughs) Fucking rules too. I love Street Fighter the fucking movie, dude. This is way better than Double Dragon. God damn it, look, man. <laughs> I remember Dragon. Double Dragon being good. Double Dragon sucked. It, I was wrong, okay? <laughs> I'm still proud I own it on Blu-ray, but... That's, that's fine. I mean, there's definitely shit out of them. I'm like, huh, that's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I'm glad I own that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's hard to top Debbie, though. Yeah. Like, Debbie Dawn for me is like the quintessential, like... Gang, punk gangs, yeah, doing war, going to war, you know. Oh, another exploitation esque one, uh, class 1984. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Crow Zero, oh, Crow Zero, but Takashi Miike is a great action film. Oh, the fucking raid, the raid, those, yeah. those movies rule. I'm trying to get some more like dystopian esque, uh, action punk kind of movies. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of there's them, there's Punk man. Vacation, yeah, I thought it was pretty decent. I don't remember watching that. I don't know if I remember 
I don't know if I saw it or not, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's um, just a cool idea. Like, you got these two gangs, you know, going to war. Yeah. Kind of thing. I like it. Again, a little less action-oriented, more drama, but we talked about it last week, The Firm. The Firm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I actually think, like, if you like Debbie to Dawn, yeah. The Firm is a great companion piece to it. Yes. It's like the high-class version of Debbie to Dawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great shout, actually. Like, they, those two movies go well, like, hand-in-hand together, in yeah. a way. Like, Bexy and Goose are very similar. Yes. Uh, the the one thing I'll never forget from fucking Deadbeat is Bone Crusher. <laughs> I hate people, man. man. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> the baddest motherfucker you ever seen, man. <laughs> he like takes a hit of something. I don't know, like a yeah. popper. <laughs> oh, I'm the baddest motherfucker, man. Movie <laughs> fuck. It movie fucks. It's so good, dude. I love Deadbeat Don so much. Oh, I'm trying to think they of more movies. They look like snakes, man. <laughs> they look like snakes. Come out, snakes. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, I, again, I haven't seen it. You can testify. Testify. Um, testify. You can testify for for yourself, but I've heard, like, again, I haven't seen it, but, like, I mean, the Warriors. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of known, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that needs a recommendation. No, but I guess if you haven't seen it, mm. like, my dumb ass, but... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, there's a few more for you. Yeah. I recommend Shaw, though. Shot's a lot different than Deadbeat, but yeah. I think if you like that low-budget action style, Shot will, Shot's something you'll really do. Oh, it rules. It's a great fucking movie. Highly recommend it. So thank you, JK Bitch, for the question. Yes. Next up is Hal Monostone. Right? Yes. Yes. What? I'm such a fucking idiot. <laughs> yes, it's Hal. Hal Monostone. <laughs> Oh yeah. Hope it's all goody. If you were rappers, what would your rapper name be? And what would you rap about? Let's we'll start there. <laughs> Mine would be a uh, little shrimp dick. Little shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, even though it's a name that's already used, but it's one of my fucking favorite names in like just wrestling history. That if it wasn't if was it wasn't his name, I would have used Big Mac Smack. Big Mac Smack. <laughs> Oh man, that's a that's a fucking throwback right there. That's a fucking deep cut from fucking CCW. Wife beaters, the manager. Yeah, uh, Big Mac Smack. Big Mac Smack. That's a fucking great name. <laughs> <laughs> that's better than little shrimp dick. <laughs> little shrimp dick just that's rough. <laughs> uh, what would you rap about? Uh, fuck, probably fucking food because I'm fat. <laughs> probably wrestling, wrestling food. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I always thought it'd be kind of cool if someone like actually, like you know, you got horrorcore, right? Yeah, someone just like I'm sure it exists. I'm sure there's people who rap about wrestling. Yeah, but not cheesy. Yeah, you know, actually like genuinely like loved wrestling and like tried to yeah. actually make it work and make it. There's good. a lot of punk and metal bands that do that, very and even well. they sometimes go too far with it, and it's not. Yeah, it's too much. It's too <laughs> cheesy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but sometimes that cheese is fun though. Yeah. What was the band we saw that was actually really good? Oh, fuck. Kayfabe. Kayfabe, yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> Dude, their fucking performance was insane. The Stinger. They came out in like full like outfits and shit. It was, it was so fun. <laughs> they even played the damn... Uh, oh, right, the WrestleMania theme, yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Any movies that are good that would be better with more gore and a higher rating? At a higher rating? I'm assuming like R. Oh, okay. Scott Pilgrim versus the world with more gore. <laughs> what the fuck? That'd be insane. That would be insane, would it not? <laughs> what about <laughs> Ghostbusters with gore? Oh, 
how would that work? Like the ghosts tear people to shreds. Oh my god! Just rip them, fulci ass gore, just like <laughs> slimers like eating the guy's face Holy off. Holy shit! That'd be sick. Oh fuck! Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that? There was a movie we saw a long time ago. Uh, I think it was, was it Super Eight. Mm. Was a monster? Yeah. The the J.J. Abrams movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's like that movie's like PG thirteen, and I think it could he could have went the extra mile if it wanted yeah, to. For sure. There's definitely tons of movies that could have done better. With I was it. trying to think of like a slasher that like the body count is like abysmal. Oh god. Oh fuck. I can't really think of anything yeah. on top of my head. Usually if it's a slasher that's like the kills aren't very good, I just gotta forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like that's my two picks, Scott Pilgrim and Ghostbusters. That's fucking insane. <laughs> Caddyshack. <laughs> Gore. Fuckin'. That exists. It's called Blades. Yeah. And it kind of rules. It does rule. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, come on, brain. Come on, brain. Think of some shit. Come on, brain. <laughs> come on. Oh, God. Don't ever buy me a skin deep, please. <laughs> fucking brain. Go fuck himself. I fucking hate that character. <laughs> uh, I got like skin deep. Honestly, it's probably like something. Like, I think it's R, but like The Strangers could have done with a lot of fucking. That movie does a lot shit. of things, yeah. God, that movie pisses me off. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it either, to be honest with you. They should have made Paranormal Activity R. <laughs> was it not R? I thought it was R. No, it's no? PG-13, I think. Hmm. Uh, Hal says, to me, and this is a good one, actually, to me, it would be Men in Black. Oh, shit, okay. That movie would have been so much more awesome with more gore and a higher rating. I, I, that would be cool, yeah. actually. The album recommendation this time around, Requiem by Michael Chion from 1973. Old school noise music. Have a freaky summer and dance, 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 dance. Hell yeah. Let's dance. <laughs> Pick up your heart. Let's swing. It's David Bowie. David Bowie. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah there's definitely a lot of fucking movies. Men in Black would be kind of dope with Goro. Do you remember the movie with uh, David Duchovny, uh, Evolution? No. It was like, Men in Black came out and was like, it was hot. It blew up. Yeah. It was everywhere. So this was like a movie like trying to capitalize on it, but it was nowhere near as good. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, Had a cool logo. It was kind of like a smiley face, but with like three eyes. I, I don't think I've even seen anything from this. Yeah. I remember that a movie as a kid because I wanted more from it. Yeah. It's one of those movies like you, you rent it, you're like, I can't wait to see all these like, fucking aliens. Because, you know, Men in Black has like so many fucking aliens. Yeah. And you watch it, and you're like, oh, I could do with some more aliens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I needed more. <laughs> well, there's definitely a reason why I've heard of Men in Black and not that movie, yeah, apparently. Yeah, for sure. It had David Duchovny in it, though. I'm trying to think of fucking more movies that could have done better with gore and a heart, uh, more of a rating. I don't know. Jurassic Park. Oh my god. D- yeah. 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 That would have been fucking. It was PG 13, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's the one kill. I think it's in. But I don't think it's in Jurassic Park, actually. I think it's in Jurassic Park 2. Yeah. Where they bought the guy, the two T Rexes, bought the dude, and rip him in half. Yeah. That's kind of sick. How did I get Here's a question. Sisters? Here's a question. Yeah. In Jurassic Park. Yeah. Why in the scene where they're going through in the little Jeeps, right? Yeah. And they see the T Rex. And the T-Rex gets loose. Why does the guy get out of the car and run to go take a shit? I don't know. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like he's just hiding in the bathroom. No, he goes to take a shit. The dude, like, drops trowel. <laughs> <laughs> just take a shit. 
why would you go to take a shit in that moment, man? I don't know. That's something that's plagued me for years. <laughs> why the hell did he go to go take a shit? I have no idea. Because like when the first time I watched it, I was just assumed I was a kid. I thought he was hiding. Right? Yeah. He was freaked out. Oh fuck, big dinosaur! Let me go hide out here. Maybe he mm. won't see me. Yeah. No, dude takes his pants off, man. Fuck. He drops trowel and sits down. He's about to drop a deuce. <laughs> and then he gets eaten. <laughs> you just imagine, like, he gets, he gets fucking killed by the T Rex and there's just shit flying everywhere. Dude, like. <laughs> why did. Yeah, why does he do that? I don't know, man. There's a lot of weird things in Jurassic Park when you yeah. think about it. It has a whole thing where, like, the landscape disappears. Oh, wait, what? Okay, so, like, in that same scene. Yeah. They pull up and you see him, the dino, the T Rex eat the goat, right? Yeah. Okay. A few minutes later, in that same area, they've not moved. <laughs> okay. A truck goes flying, the one of the Jeeps go flying off a ravine. That's on the exact same side that the T Rex literally just came from. <laughs> How'd that fucking ravine get there? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That's, huh. Yeah. I like Jurassic Park, but that movie's weird. When you really when you start breaking it down, it's weird. There's like, there's so many movies like that too, though. Where it's like, it's like, oh yeah, the movies it's a classic, right? And then you when you break them down, it's like, holy shit, this movie is fucking. Well, it's bizarre. like the part where the kids climbing the electric fence, <laughs> right? Yeah, and it's like, beep, and he flies off of it, and they like give him CPR, and he's like, I'm okay. Yeah, that was electric fence designed for dinosaurs. <laughs> There's no way he would have survived it. No. It would have turned him to dust. <laughs> yeah. It was designed to keep in dinosaurs. It would have fucking killed his ass. <laughs> I can't, I literally can't think of any other movies right now. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Well, you suck. It's all right. This is we so know fun. this, though. God damn it. Thank you, Hal Monastone, for the question. Next up is Yamatori.mh. Since I know that you have... I can't read. I can't read. <laughs> John can't read shit. Fuck off, phone. Why don't you just turn on silent? I did. Well, clearly you didn't. What the fuck? Since I know that you've seen uh, some horror anime, this one has some horror elements that is done right, and no other anime can't even do right. Not even the Junji Ito collection. I'm talking about Ma. Oh no, <laughs> Mon- Monoke, and it's amazing anime. It's like going on an acid trip, but fucked up. <laughs> but hopefully you watch it and give it a go. Monoke, love you. Thank you. Thank you for the recommendation. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, they asked another question. Okay. On another post. Let me go ahead and uh, bring it up here. Uh, my question I want to ask so badly: Have you? ever watched a movie called Dinner. It's based on a Japanese horror gore, uh, gore manga series and it's criminally underrated. I highly recommend you guys to read the manga but also since you guys love cheesy movies I highly give you guys the recommendation of watching it. Also I can't access my account since my original account is Sweaterson. Love you guys so much and your goofy humor makes my job more enjoyable and love the Steve Austin mimic. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, oh, hell yeah let, me, let me tell you something, son. <laughs> I read that question a while ago. What? I said I read it a while ago. What? what? And I actually looked into the, the, this dinner. Yeah. And it reminded me a lot of the artist that I can't think of his name right now who did My John's Daily Life. Oh. Yeah. I didn't read a ton of it. I just kind of skimmed through the first issue. Yeah. Seems like something I'd be into. It seems pretty fucked up. All right. Pretty gnarly. 
And um, as far did you look up anything about uh was it Mononoke? What I have not looked that up yet. Well, good job, Matt. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. We'll definitely check those out, look into them. <laughs> yeah. I like here's the thing, I'm not a big anime guy. Used we'll to talk, be. Used to be. We've yeah. talked about that. I st- there's still a bunch I do like. Oh, like yeah. I like Full Metal Alchemist. I like Cowboy Bebop. I like Samurai Champlo. You know. Yeah. There's a bunch I like. Uh, Perfect Blue. We watched. The other yes. Day. It's a fucking masterpiece. Um, a great movie. Yeah. But when anime is like fucked up. Yeah. Or like disturbing, it can go further than any other genre. Yeah. Like Central Cinema around here, uh, down in Knoxville, Tennessee, they do every Monday. Uh, like R-rated OVAs. Oh, really? And I really want to get down there because, like, I, there used to be a commercial for Manga Fire releasing. Yeah. Where they would just show some of the most fucked up things I've ever seen in my life. It used to come on the Sci-Fi Channel at night. Yeah. And I was a kid, and it blew my goddamn mind. I could not <laughs> comprehend the the splatter and the rippage and the body horror I was viewing. <laughs> so, like, I want to watch those because, like, that to me is like the golden era of like fucked up animes, like the early nineties. There's a, there's a movie that Bleeding Skull posted about on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dark Cat. Dark Cat, yeah. It looks fucking insane. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about, that style. Like I was actually able to find it online. Yeah. So, yeah. Stuff like Wicked City or Devil Man. Oh, fucking Wicked City's insane. Yeah. yeah. You know, like that shit's really cool. And I think we're definitely gonna do an episode one day. Oh yeah. On like fucked up anime. <laughs> yes. Because like like I said, like like look at like Machan's Daily Life. Well, I know it's a manga, but like that's some of the nastiest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, like man. it goes further than anything I've ever seen ever. Some of those like Guru shit goes fucking. You have a problem with that artist in general because he. Oh god, he turned There's... a woman into a toilet. <laughs> yeah, there was an image in that. You're like, I, I can't look at this anymore. <laughs> I just looked at it like for forever. I was like, I don't, I, I can't look at this. No that more. guy, which I can't remember his name now. Um, I can't either. He's the guy who did Machon's Daily Life. And yeah, uh, he did a book because I, I fell down the uh, the rabbit hole of him because like it was Machon's Daily Life, but he also did a comic based on Junko Veruda. Oh lord, that is gnarly as fuck. But like he wrote one thing that I thought was like maybe the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in my oh, life, God. as far as like fiction goes. And it's like this like story where like this government like. Uh, gets this woman and like holds her captive and like systematically and like medically dissect her in front of her child what the fuck and then like make her carry her out in like a bun <laughs> like a little bag like a little like go to go bag what the like, fuck here's your mom <laughs> here's your mother it's fucked man it's crazy jesus christ so, so uh, thank you Yamatori.mh we appreciate it yes we thank you for listening to us at work and you know we appreciate the fact that you like our stupid Stone Cold Steve Austin person oh hell yeah yeah hell yeah <laughs> you make me sick <laughs> you make me fucking sick <laughs> uh, you sick demonious son, son of, of a, a bitch. bitch okay <laughs> gets chroma asks I just recently watched uh, Teton. Is that how you pronounce that? Teton? Titan? 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 Oh, uh, I've heard it pronounced so many yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> Tatian. Yeah, I'm not very good at pronouncing shit. Nope. And I absolutely loved it. What is your opinion on the movie? Also, do you guys like old school kung fu flicks? <laughs> if so, which ones are your faves? Mine is Kung Fu Evil Cult starring Jet Li. As always, you guys rock, and I'm so looking forward uh, to what you guys think of the guinea pig movies. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. I've not seen it. I know of it. Yes. I know it's by the same director who did Raw, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
need to watch it. I'm just really bad at yeah, watching new stuff. Yeah, because like like I've said, time is so precious to me right now because it's like I just don't have a lot of it. Yeah, that like I've been I'm gonna get through things in my collection that I've been wanting to watch. That's kind of like the big thing right now with uh, watching stuff is trying to get through the stuff we've gotten in the house. Yeah, and it sucks. Yeah, because I'm missing out on a lot of good shit. I still haven't seen the sadness. Yeah, which is stupid because everybody's loving it. <laughs> yeah, everyone, yeah, everyone. <laughs> and we should watch it. Most of everybody enjoys it. Yeah. So yeah, as far as old school kung fu movies, I do like old school kung fu movies. Yes. Uh, I really like the Shaw Brothers stuff a lot. Yeah. One that I watched a long, long, long time ago, but it always stuck out to me was Master of the Flying Guillotine. Ooh. Yeah, you told me about this like uh. He has like this weird contraption he throws and like it fucking takes people's heads off. Yeah, and it's shit. almost like a it looks like a lantern. Yeah. Or like at first it just kind of looks like a frisbee, but when it like extends, it kind of looks like a lantern and That's he throws insane. it and like wraps around people's heads. And like, whoosh. That's sick. Yeah. And the fight scene's really good in that one too. I mean, like you got to give a shout out to Jackie Chan. Yeah, I, I, one of my favorite ones I've seen and that came to mind first is fucking Drunken Master. Drunken Master is so good. It's so fucking fun. Uh, and then like I know it's a little different. Like it's not straight, just like straight kung fu. It's, yeah. It incorporates a lot of gunplay and a lot of stunts, but police story. Oh my god, police story. Police rules. story. Fuck, it's so good, dude. There's so much broken glass in that movie too. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And when we shouted out earlier, Ricky O. Ricky. Oh yeah, and I'm a big uh, Bruce Lee guy as well. Yes. I really, really love End of the Dragon. Fist I want to get that fucking box set. Yeah, from Criterion for but sure. Criterion should just. Whew. There's a ton of them I want to see. Oh, Crippled Mastered is one of them that I yeah. want to see for a while. A lot of the Shaw Brothers stuff for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I like old school. I was actually like one of the first, one of the first ways I was ever introduced to kung fu movies was Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like uh, listening to Wu Tang made me want to go watch uh, Thirty Six Chamber of Shaolin. Oh, Thirty Six Chambers of Shaolin. Yeah, I haven't seen that. yet. And the Five Deadly Venoms. Yeah, yeah, that shit's great, dude. Good shit. Good, 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 good shit. El Rey used to play a lot of old kung fu movies. Back yeah. yeah, I watched a lot of them on there too. Then started playing Lucha, Lucha Underground and like <laughs> weird action movies on your feet <laughs> yeah right <laughs> I don't know if El Rey's still around but no it's gone no it's kind of sad because it was yeah. a cool channel it played like that's where for a while there we watched a lot of like action and like some horror movies uncensored mm-hmm. yeah for sure thank there. you Gets Chroma for the question as always we appreciate it yes thank you rest in peace El Rey yeah <laughs> throw them up for El Rey boys <laughs> damn next F- up jet. Spooky Celluloid it's your boy it's your boy it's your boy out there exposing the horrors of Quebec <laughs> God, the evil satanic snake cult. <laughs> God, I want. I watched this video of of him going to the the U.S. to get movies. Man, <laughs> rest in peace your bank account after that. That was rough. It was rough. We got a lot of cool shit though. <clears throat> As I was traveling in the U.S., hey. <laughs> I saw an absurd amount of bumper stickers. My question, God damn it! <laughs> my question is. Why? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Dog, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I have stickers all over my car. I can't say much. Well, they're not all just absurd. There is definitely the Frankie and his pal's fucking shit ga- fire. gas cannon from hell. Shit and fire. Yes. Yeah, I have that, and I have the uh, St. Bernard sticker as well. Yeah. But a lot of times, the stickers on my car is like bands and shit I like. Yeah. Like, I got two uh, Cinema Hunters Belly stickers on my car. Yes. You know, so that's sick. I have one on my mini fridge. Why do people have a lot of bumper stickers? They, 
Hmm. A lot of times it's just dumbassery. Yeah, it's like self-expression, but in like the dumbest way possible. God, especially around here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's God, what I was thinking. Like, I don't want to get into like, of course, like it's like political bullshit. But God damn, it's like how can you know I'm a piece of shit before you ever even meet me? Exactly. Yeah, let me just fill the back of my car with just the lamest takes you could have. Oh my God, there, like I saw a car. Uh, that was, a, of course, it was a truck. I saw a truck recently that like, had like an American flag windshield, like back windshield <laughs> that you could not see through. And like the dumbest fucking stickers you'll ever see, and I was like, God, did they have damn. truck nuts? I did not see truck mm, nuts. They didn't complete the package. Then. They didn't complete the no. not not yet. Give it time. It wasn't the unholy trinity. He's <laughs> the unholy trinity of death. Uh, also, what is the most ridiculous, funny, cringy bumper sticker you've ever seen? Oh my god, I don't I don't even know, bro. There's so many bad ones, right? Yeah. Oh fuck. What is the worst I've ever seen? I can think of more of like shirts and shit before I can think of bumper stickers. <laughs> funnily enough, it's like there's definitely I've seen uh, there's like a flag someone had, uh, someone that me and John actually know. <laughs> but they, do we? Yes, they have they have a flag of fucking Trump. On, oh, face on a fucking like a Rambo. Rambo body, yeah. It says Trump 2020. Guess what? That didn't fucking happen, but <laughs> fucking dumbass bullshit. I could be confusing this with a meth syndicate shirt. Okay. But I feel like I remember one saying, like, you burn this flag, I'll eat your ass or something <laughs> like that. That's definitely a meth syndicate shirt. Yeah. Okay, okay. By the way, go, follow, go follow their new account. They got fucking zucked. Oh, that sucks. Which I don't know why, but. Um. Oh, fucking dumbass bumpers. The worst are always the ones where it's like, get offended, don't talk to me, or something like yeah. that. It's like, shut the fuck up, man. God, and I hate to say this, but some of the worst ones I've seen are like definitely some of like the Christian ones. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of rough, too. Mostly like on a design standpoint, too. They look like ass. Mm. i tell you one I hate is I see it a lot around here. Salt life. Yes. There ain't no salt water around here, motherfuckers. No. You're landlocked. There's a lake. <laughs> yeah. It's fresh water, you stupid bitch. <laughs> it's fresh life. It's dead. <laughs> but you see it all the time, like all the time. That and the fucking coexist stickers. Oh, my God, yeah. Which you know those people behind closed doors have fucking shitty opinions about things. <laughs> Or, like, the family ones. Like, I know that's... Oh, my God. Because, like, what's worse than even just, like, the regular ones is when they get cute with it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's Wookiees. Or some shit. It's like, fuck off, man. I don't care how many kids you have. I don't. There's definitely one I saw that had, like, the most amount of fucking kids I've ever seen. (laughs) Then it gets meta. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, my zombies family could eat your family and it's like shut oh. the fuck up <laughs> like it's getting so bad like it's like a war now yeah oh god there's so many fucking bad ones man what was the one I saw recently there was definitely a uh, there was an anti-abortion one I saw the, literally the other day oh yeah yeah on the back of someone's on the back of someone's car I don't remember what it said but it was so fucking dumb <laughs> that I was like that doesn't even make any fucking sense. I love, too, when you see, like, Bush Cheney 20, like, 2000-something. You're like, what? You still haven't took that off? Like, <laughs> oh, God damn. Like, the other day, I'm pretty sure I saw, like, Clinton Gore. Clinton Gore. Well, I think that became, like, a trend. 
Did it? No, Bush and uh, it was like Bush Senior and fucking his opponent. Oh yeah, that came like a weird trend <laughs> thing. I don't fucking know why, but uh, oh, it's like people like God level people who like walk around will drive around with cars that have fucking like Bernie or Hillary stickers mm-hmm. on their car. Yeah, it's or like, like oh, the worst for me is like the Punisher stickers. Oh fuck those fucking Punisher! <laughs> it's like they don't even use the actual Punisher's logo. They use the shitty off-brand one. Yeah, and it's like you know you they've never read a single Punisher comic. No, they probably never even watched the Punisher movies. It's because they, they know nothing about the Punisher. Because they fucking watched American Sniper and thought Chris Kyle was cool. <laughs> Fucking, uh, what was, uh, oh, bah, fuck, what was Meat Canyon show? Oh, fucking uh, Monster Lab. Monster Lab, yeah. The, go- uh, the ghost of Chris, Chris Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> Chris Kyle, American hero. American hero, Chris Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, <laughs> I was being philosophical the other day and thought of a life question. Okay. Do you think you've brushed your teeth more in your life than you've jerked off? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> We're from the South, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, fuck. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know, bro. I mean, I, did, I was brushing my teeth before I jerked off, so <laughs> I feel like that gives the teeth brushing a, uh, an advantage. However, you know, when I was a teenager, I discovered <laughs> jerking off. It might have evened out. I don't know. It may have evened out. <laughs> it's like, especially, like, <laughs> the days where it's, like, multiple times. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh fuck! Fucking vile. It's disgusting. My God. Thank you, Spooky, for the questions. As always, go check out Spooky Taylor. <laughs> just about pop YouTube. Fucking, I just about fucking pop veins in my neck, laughing so hard. That's about. awesome. Go subscribe to you, Spooky, on uh, YouTube. Oh, absolutely. You won't be disappointed. It's great. One of my fucking favorite YouTubers. Next up is the People's Monkey. People's Monkey. He's here. He's OGPM. Here. <laughs> He's here. Oh, get your cock out. He's pulling his cock out. He's pulling his cock out. <laughs> Howdy, my dudes. God, we're the worst. Uh, was, was bummed I missed the last Q&A because I really wanted to ask, since you guys are seeing some, see, uh, into seeing some gnarly shit, what was your thoughts on Cody Rhodes going to Hell in a Cell with a torn pick? Oh. And what effect do you think it had on ending racism? Oh, oh. <laughs> Did he actually write that? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. In all seriousness, though, that was gnarly. Oh my god. Like his tit was purple, dude. <laughs> he wasn't just his tit; his entire arm. Which, by the way, I believe, uh, yeah. Instead of turning to the fucking bulk, J.K. Bitch uh, answered that and said Cody's pick had a huge effect in combating racism. <laughs> Have you ever seen a man with purple skin compete in a wrestling match before? <laughs> Fair enough, you know. That's for sure. But it didn't have to have an effect on racism because we already know that Cody Rhodes already ended racism. <laughs> yes. He did that in AEW. That's done over with. Worry <laughs> the about people who don't watch wrestling are like, what the fuck are they talking about? Who the fuck is Cody Rhodes and how did he end racism? Adrenaline in my soul. Oh my God. That fucking incident is so ridiculous. It's weird, man. I don't, even him, like, even later he was like, yeah, I was stupid. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. 
but in all seriousness, if you guys were 10 in the early 90s and came across a movie like Flower of Flesh and Blood, <laughs> would you have the same reaction that Charlie Sheen had? Looking forward to hearing you guys cover the guinea pig films in high school. I was always scared to check out this series from hearing other uh, others talk about it. Then later I was told it was overrated. But after seeing a bootleg, I just fell in love with the guinea pig series and regretted never getting the box set at Best Buy. Luckily, I didn't. I did get Flower of Flesh and Blood as a perk when I donated to the American Guinea Pig Indiegogo campaign. Oh, cool. You guys have a fantastic week. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. If we were 10 and saw Flyers of Flesh and Blood, would we have the same reaction as Charlie Sheen did? Uh, I'd probably been like, Mom, what is this? <laughs> I, here's the thing. Like, I think about that, right? And I'm like, probably not, and that's weird. Yeah. Like, because, like, even at 10 years old, I think I would have had the, like, I'm pretty sure at 10 years old, like, I, I'm pretty sure when I was, like, 10 on YouTube, I saw Bud wire off himself, so. <laughs> I awful. feel like I would have the mental capacity to understand that it was just a movie. Yeah. It probably would have scared the fuck out of me. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would have been scarred by it. But <laughs> yeah. how did Charlie Sheen, who was not 10 when he saw it, he was a grown-ass man, mm-hmm. think that was real? Drugs. Oh, damn. Drugs. Braille cream, <laughs> creatine, <laughs> and a bag of Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Oh, I love I love idols. But anyway. it's like it is weird when you think about it, right? Yeah. Like, how did he think that was real? You got a guy. Like, okay, had he just saw bits and pieces of um, Devil's Experiment, sure, maybe I could understand that. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's kind of shot in a way that looks kind of realistic, and it's like, it's always kind of moving and, you know. Well, I guess at the same time, he did. He also did not have subtitles or anything. No, 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 that's for that's for sure. But, like, you know, the camera's kind of moving around, and yeah. it kind of plays out. Where Flowers of Flesh and Blood, the dude's dressed like a fucking samurai. <laughs> yeah. Um... I fucking just about to drop my water on the floor. And the effects are great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, uh... It doesn't look, like, real. Yeah, it don't look that real. You know what I mean? It's like, come on now. I think it's because he was just... Again, it was... What was it? At a party? Mm-hmm. He's probably on fucking drugs. He probably was on drugs, yeah. He, he probably, called the FBI. Fucking cop caller. <laughs> cop caller. <laughs> Snitches get... Uh, bitches... Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Bunk of that one, didn't you? <laughs> Uh, anyways thank you people's Mikey for the question and we're always happy when you get a question in we understand you're a busy man you know so you do you last but not least Putrid Productions oh hey it's your boy it's your boy it's Jonathan Doe which he has many things you need to go subscribe to yes Cinema's Underbelly you need to go buy Barf Bunny and the Degenerates you need to go subscribe to Murder Billy a show and tell Mm. you need to go subscribe to the Uneasy Terrains Explorers Club god damn he's busy he's a busy man I can barely get another project off the ground he still found time yeah to hit us up that's That's insane What is a shock sight video or real gore clip that gave you a visceral reaction? Mine is the two kids in a sandbox video where a dude takes a cock-sized vibrator down his urethra like it's nothing. Dude, I saw that recently. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucked up, man. Dude, it's insane. Dude, fuck. I I remember hearing about that video many years ago, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to watch that. uh, Because fucking my friend Doug, who showed me some of the worst shit I've ever seen in my life, he he told me about it, and I was like, what was was that video? And I looked it up, and I (laughs) I found it. I found it all right. Dude, that that motherfucker was screaming (laughs) with that fucking dildo. He's like, what? (laughs) 
I was like, why'd you do it? Got finger in my dick. <laughs> I see it. Yeah, we see it, bud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking. I think the the first thing I ever saw like shocking wise was like two girls one cup mm. and like it just shows you where my brain was even as a teenager I fucking I laughed at it yeah for sure but a visceral reaction like I guess like you know seeing like Bud DeWire for the first time was definitely like a shocking, oh, yeah. situ- a shocking thing because it was like I had never seen anything like it before of course yeah. so you know seeing that I was like holy shit yeah <laughs> but the last thing I could think of or like the one that had the most impact on me were I think it kind of like reversed my interest in real gore yeah 100% and like got me to a point where I was like yeah I have no interest in watching this shit. Was uh, two guys, one hammer. Oh, the, the three guys, one. Hammer. Three guys, yeah. one hammer. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, that. Okay. <laughs> but well, talk about the two, two girls, one cup thing. Like I'd seen the Bud Dwyer shit. And I thought it was fake back in the day. Yeah. But okay, it was not long after that. Like I was then showed. Like it was like the same night. It was like fucking four o'clock in the morning. Me and my friends were just hanging out and watching shocking shit, and then. Like, after, like, a couple other clips, like, BME, Pain Olympics, shit, I was like, oh, that's fake. And then, the fucking, they played Three Guys, One Hammer, and that fucking haunted me for days afterwards. Like, I I didn't have that necessary reaction to it, but it was kind of like, I was just like, man, I have no interest in this. Like, this is fucked up. That's terrible. That's just sad. Like, when I watched it, I wasn't like, oh, I can't believe I'm seeing this. I was just like, man, this is just really sad. You know, I will say, like, I was, like... 14 yeah for sure you know but i don't know that that, that was the one for me for sure it definitely also like was it one lunatic one ice pick yeah 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 that, was that one's fucking horrible that's gnarly yeah i can't think of any i mean like definitely like i saw some cock and ball torture stuff back in the day that shit doesn't really bother me as much though because it's like these people are getting off on that shit i ain't never seen a guy take a vibrator down his urethra dude that shit's wild that's that's gnarly <laughs> I can see why that would be the one that gave you a visceral reaction. You know what I mean? Dude, like, <laughs> I was, I guess, like, I was like, I'd have a visceral reaction to it too. I'd be like, oh my god, what the I, fuck? I was there watching, be like, God, dude. <laughs> I could have like, I could have left the laugh at it because it's like, why would you do this? How could you do that? But yeah, it's, it's fucking rough. But yeah. uh, probably the thing that got me out of that shit was definitely the fucking brick video. <laughs> The brick video is bad. It has like the least like gore. Yeah, like it is not like visually like gnarly at all. Yeah, I definitely like after seeing that, I was like, yeah, I think I'm done with this. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Thank you, Puget Productions. Yes, go check his shit out for sure. Yes, he's a mastro. He he's got so many fucking like projects going on right now. It's mm-hmm. insane. He's a savant. Savant, yeah. <laughs> savant of everything fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you all for asking questions. That was fun. Yes. If you too would like to join these lovely individuals, mm-hmm. you can do so by going to sickoncinema at gmail.com and dropping us a line. Yes. Or you can wait to the week of the episode on Instagram. We'll post a lovely little image that shows two skeletons. Two? It's definitely more than two. There's four in the picture. Four. Four yeah. skeletons dancing around, having a good time that says we are taking questions and you can ask in the comments below. Yes. And we're going to take a quick break. Mm-hmm. We're going to go refuel. Yes. Rehydrate. Mm-hmm. Probably leak some fluids out of our bodies. Probably. And when we come back, we'll be doing part one 
of the guinea pig franchise. Yes. Bro, I can't. I, I just still can't get over here bringing up fucking t- uh, this t- two kids in sandbox video. <laughs> it's so fucked. They turn it on. I don't remember. They, like I, I'm pretty sure they did. I, I was not focusing on that that much. <laughs> it was the fact there was a fucking dick-sized dildo going inside of his fucking dick hole. Just obliterating his cock. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking horrific. <laughs> <laughs> Fourth Bachelor was screaming. <laughs> anyway, anyways, <laughs> sorry. We'll be right back here on Sick <laughs> or Shitty Murder. Welcome to Central High. where the kids really get away with murder. Meet the in crowd at Central High. Did you do that? <laughs> no, I do better work here. Bruce, Mark, Teresa, Craig, and Paul. This year, the in crowd has a problem. Because this year, there's a new kid at Central. You know the student lounge? Lost? David. This place is a maze. We'll get used to it. And David doesn't like to be pushed around. Already started a fight, okay? That's reason enough to waste him, except he beats you, all of you. And if you were thinking straight, man, you'd realize he's a good guy to have with us. Okay, Mark. Talk to me. They're already getting edgy about the way you've been acting. Playing with fire. You tell them the same thing. I said, get out of there. You're not talking to one of your stooges. I'll get you out. David lives by the golden rule. Do one to others and make it permanent. There are many popular sports at Central High. But this year, the most popular sport is murder. Welcome to Central High. You're just in time for a massacre. A massacre at Central High. All right. Fill the balloons. <laughs> I guarantee you, you can't, can't hit, hit me, me motherfucker. motherfucker. I'll never forget. Yusipi uh, Andrews has never left me. Nope. Ever since we did that episode, I've just been forever ingrained in me. I'm planning on watching Trailer Town soon. Hell yeah. Love Trailer Town. But we're not here to talk about Yusipi yeah. Andrews. No. We're here to talk about, as I've called it a few times now, and I'll continue to call it, more than likely... Actually, I'm not going to say more likely. Definitely. Yeah. The most controversial and infamous film series to ever come out of Japan. Yes. The guinea pig movies. Well, it's so weird that they're like as infamous as they are. Well, think about it. Like the first two are definitely extremely fucked up. Oh yeah. But like, it's not. <laughs> Again, I haven't seen Android and Notre Dame mm-hmm. or Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I don't know how you say that fucking word. I don't know. I always said Notre Dame. Notre Dame, I know, is like a fucking team, like some kind of sports football. team. Here. Is it football? It's college, I think. No. It's like, no, no, they say Notre Dame, but I've also heard Notre Dame and shit. I've heard Notre Dame. 
<laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely, it's got to be the most controversial series, or most infamous series, because it's like, it's had two controversies. Yeah. It's had two scandals, if you will. Charlie Sheen thinking it was real. Yeah. And, well, the more unfortunate one. Yeah. Where was it? Sutomo Miyazaki. I don't know his name. I know he had a, what was he? The Otaku Killer. Otaku Killer. They also called him the Rat Man because he had fucked up hands. Rat Man. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking bastard. You know. He's the reason why you can't. He's the reason why you can't get a decent release of this anymore. Yeah. And if you want to hear more information about that, you can go back in the archive and listen to our interview with Stephen Byro. Yes. (laughs) Where he talks all about the guinea pig films and why we'll probably never get another release of this series. God damn it. Never say never, I say. Yeah. I think one day. It might happen. Oh, I will give a shout out real fast, which is very ironic that this happens. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, Sloppy Second Sales has a bootleg of all the movies. Yep, a Blu-ray bootleg of all yes. the movies. Yeah. With uh, with good subtitles, actually. Yeah, we probably should talk about that real quick. So the versions of this movie, these movies we watched are yeah. the XT Video release yes. out of Germany. If you don't know XT Video, XT Video did a lot of the hard boxes back in the day. I think I have a gun for Jennifer's and XT Video. Yeah. Maybe Street for Trash too. I'm not sure. Not sure either. Um, thing about German releases of movies, and the reason Mike from Grindhouse Video won't carry yeah. German releases, is that the copyright laws in Germany are a lot looser. Yes. Basically, just anybody can put out anything, <laughs> yeah. especially when it comes to like underground film. Yeah. They don't really worry about uh, royalties and rights when it comes to like films like the guinea pig series for instance yeah so you get a lot of gray market releases Mm -hmm. like forever like oh you can get a copy of spookies yeah on dvd you get a hard box spookies ain't that cool yeah then you get it in and it's like oh it's a vhs rip (laughs) you know it's probably they probably didn't buy the rights of this movie no so that's the version i have i had the xt video uh uh, xt video uh box set you only have it because the other version is so out of print yeah, and I don't even remember where I got this. I just remember someone like posted on Instagram, like, "Hey, if you're looking for yeah the XT Video Guinea Pig box set, it's for sale." And I was like, "Fuck, I, yeah, I want that. Yeah, I want that in my collection right now." <laughs> you know, and so I bought it and got it for a good price, like twenty bucks or something like that. Honestly, like when uh, I get I get some cash, I'm probably going to pick up the sloppy seconds on. And the thing to know about it too is um, it's a German release. Yeah. So like to expect great English subtitles, I guess was a bit of a <laughs> you know nomenclature a little bit. You know. Yeah, well. <laughs> you know, maybe it wasn't the wisest choice. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, also at the same time, it's like you also wanted these. So. Yeah, for sure. And you know, uh, but the subtitles are not good at all. No. First of all, Devil's Experiment just don't have them. No, it does not. <laughs> Which it says it does. Yeah. You can click on the option to add English subtitles and it don't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did it uh, like, there's, just a, there's a video thing you worked on that yeah. we'll probably not see the light of day. I don't know. And maybe. maybe see the light of day. Who knows? Maybe one day. Maybe one day when we have a bigger hard drive. Yeah. I can get the footage and edit it, yeah. actually. I think you should go through with that eventually. But anyway, and <laughs> you did like a whole bit of like, I, I hit play and then it say English subtitles. Film starting. Oh, that's not English. <laughs> oh, no. So, and then like, Flyers of Flesh and Blood and He Never Dies, both the subtitles are way out of sync. Out of sync and uh, so, some points don't even show up. Out of sync to the point where you're having a hard time figuring out when the person's talking and what they're talking about. Yeah. Because like, they'll be talking, mm-hmm. the subtitles will pop on fast as shit. Yes. And then they're gone. Yeah. And the person's still talking, and you're like, "Is this another? Is this new, or is this still what he was saying a minute ago?" <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm confused as to where we're at in the dialogue here. Yeah. So, 
that was a bit unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think you went and like for the other two, I think for most of them, you went to a side to watch. No, them. I only watched Devil's Experiment on the side. Okay. In hindsight, I should just watch both of them. Yeah. Which he never dies is on YouTube. Oh, is it? Yeah. Subtitles. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the best place to watch it, unless you get the well. Uh, I and again, we're not sponsored by them or anything or any, or any shit like that. But the sloppy seconds, or if you can come across the unearthed, yes, releases of them, which I will say with scalpers right now. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna start nineteen eighty five, directed by Satoru Agura. Yes. Who is one of the co-creators of the guinea pig films. Apparently yeah. he pitched this ideal of a series of films to Hideshi Hino. And uh, they both decided to make films mm-hmm. of similar ilk. Yeah. You know, kind of following the same idea, but in different ways. Yeah. And uh, old Satoru here, his uh, his entry was The Devil's Experiment. Okay, so... Uh, well, what's the plot of Devil's Experiment? John? I mean, there's not much of no. a plot. Essentially, what we have here is a recreation. Both of them are, it's weird because both of them are kind of like recreations of yeah. tapes or ideals, right? They yeah. both have that same theme. Yeah. Of uh, these three guys kidnapping a girl and uh, torturing her to see how far the human body can go and how far it can be pushed before it uh, reaches its breaking point. Yeah. Similar to martyrs in a way. <laughs> yes. Similar to martyrs, but uh, def- definitely. Well, well, actually. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> the, more, the, more you, the more I think about it, yeah. It's interesting, too, because, like, you know, the guinea pig series is like, what is it most known for? Gore. Gore. Yeah. Devil's Experiment ain't got a lot of gore in it. No. It's got, like, two set pieces. Yeah. I would say that are practical effect heavy. Yeah. And outside of that, everything else is just physical and mental torture. Yeah, which is rough. Yeah, it's actually really rough. It's really dark. And I would say Devil's Experiment is probably, of the two, of Fires (laughs) of Flesh and Blood, and it's uh, it's probably the meanest. Yes. Probably the most mean-spirited of the two. Yeah. Because, like, it opens with a girl in a bag. Yeah. Or, like, a net, I guess, is a better, better way to describe Yeah, it. net. She's, like, spinning around. And then, like, we hard cut to this room, which is where we spend the majority of the film, mm. and them just slapping her yeah, over and over, taking turns just over and over and over again. And at one point, one of them gets done, and he, like, shakes his hands, like, gee, my hand hurts. And, like, that's so callous and cold. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> gosh, my hand hurts after you've just beaten this woman mercilessly. But also, like... If you look at like real stories, it's pretty fucking accurate mm-hmm. to to what a lot of people. You said do. you thought like a lot of this like it had a lot of similarities like Junko Furuta. Yeah, which I could see that for sure. Was that an influence on the movie? I don't know actually. Uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know what came first. Yeah, I don't know I what came first either. But like, there's definitely similarities. I could see that for sure. Yeah, it's and, just um, it's systematic brutality of yeah. somebody. And the torture. One of the ones that got to me the most, I thought was the most like brutal, was like the sound one. Yeah, me too. Where they like leave her in a room for hours with this like just high pitched hum playing in headphones it's so fucked up it's really gnarly really nasty really mean spirited and again like that shit that shit really fucking happens the crazy thing to me too is like and we'll talk more about Flash Flash and Blood when we get to it but like it definitely has its tongue firmly pressed into its cheek Mm -hmm. it I wouldn't say it's comedic yeah but it has a sense of humor to it 
Yeah. Somewhat. You know what I mean? Very yeah. darkly humor- yes. humorous, but it's there. This movie does not. You know what I mean? We're all, like, again, as I said, Flower, Flesh, Bud, it's also very fucking weird. That's the thing. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It knows that it's doing something weird. Yeah. Um, Devil's Experiment is just fucking pitch black. It's just torture. It's just brutality, you know what I mean? <laughs> Which, I will say, that kind of gets to the my negative aspect of it, is like, there's just not a ton to it. Yeah, that's the thing, is it, it's a little dry. Yeah. There's no denying that. It does, even though it's only, what, like 40-something minutes, yeah. maybe 45 minutes? Which I was very surprised by the run times of all of these. Yeah. Which He Never Dies is like the shortest of all of them. Yeah, it's like 42 minutes. Yeah, but we'll get to that. Yes. But like, it's only like 45 minutes. It does drag, and that's not good. No. Because, like, it's a short movie already. It shouldn't drag anywhere. You know, it no. should just go. Yes. But there's definitely parts in the middle mm-hmm. where you're kind of like, eh, okay, mm-hmm. we've seen this, we're here, you know, we've yeah. done this, let's move on. But, you know, you gotta, I don't think you can talk about Devil's Experiment without talking about the most infamous scene in the movie. Oh, which boy. Which is not a spoiler, because, like, a lot of times it's, like, the image of the guinea pig series. Yeah. Like, you see, like, a shirt of the guinea pig films or something like that. A lot of times it's this image. Yeah. Which is the needle into the eye. Oh boy, and it's it's fucking great. Like yeah. how they did that, I don't know. I mean, all, the only thing I can think of is they did it like, I mean, the was it the theater bazaar, the the uh, Kareem Hussein segment where they had the giant. Like, they might have done that because like, but like, there's points too where like where the need, you see like the needle going into the eye. Yeah, and it looks like it's the actor like the actress is there. Yeah, you know I'm like, why the fuck did they pull that off? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's a fucking phenomenal effect. You know yes. what I mean? It reminds me of, even though I've not seen the movie, I've seen the effect, like, Splatter Naked Blood. Yeah. The eye and the fork mm-hmm. and the eye scene, where it's like, how the fuck did they do that? I don't know. Like, it's crazy, like, how they pulled that off. There's different, there's effects in these and, like, a lot of movies throughout, uh, you know, especially in the 80s, where it's like, how the fuck did they do that? Yeah. Uh, there's effects in like you know the thing where I'm like how the fuck oh for sure the thing yeah but like there's no CG here so it's not like they could have like added green screen and you know and used like Photoshop to like edit things out yeah like that's how you would do that nowadays right yeah you would do the effect and like composite shot on top of it yeah and then blend them together Mm -hmm. in editing which is you know awesome yeah you know we're seeing like a renaissance and like really awesome special effects where people are doing that where they're blending yeah you know CGI and practical war yes. to you know great extent but like back then you didn't have that yeah it's like how did you have the shots of like this needle going in with her there hmm you know, I don't know. <laughs> and it not look like it's like sticking five feet off her face yeah <laughs> and maybe it's the way it's shot and lit too maybe that helps you know what I mean yeah. Because, like, a lot of the scenes in uh, Devil's Experiment are very pretty dark. Mm-hmm. Like, it matches the tone of the movie very well. The close-ups are so seamless in that effect, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it never feels like a different piece. No. It always feels complete, like, and cohesive. Yeah. I don't know. It's fucking outstanding. It's insane, yeah. And, like, minor spoiler, but again, it's like, it's a 40-minute movie. It's hard to talk about this movie if you don't, like spoil a little bit yeah some minor spoilers you know like the movie doesn't end the way you think it's going to end no like you're expecting that big gore payoff no but that eye scene is it yeah that's it and then you just let to believe it's going to continue and that's almost worse that's almost more disturbing yeah and, and scarier to think that like oh this is where the movie ends but it's not done nope it'll continue until she eventually probably dies mm-hmm 
That's bleak. Yeah. <laughs> That's very it, bleak. It is this one because I, you know, I watched them all in concession. Yeah. So the, the first they, two blend. Yes. Is this the one where at the end of it, it's like you know, oh, they're looking into who these people were and who the victim was. Uh, or is that flowers? I think it's flowers. See, they blend together. Like uh, unless they both did it. Of course, I didn't have fucking subtitles for the first oh, one. True. So. <laughs> true. There's also a scene, too, where they like hit her hand with a hammer. Oh, fuck, yeah. That's and really good, too. They also like, pry her fingers off, fingernails off. Which, that's such a quick scene. Yeah. That, like, if you blink, you missed it. Yeah. You know, which I thought was good and, and you know, a cool way to do that. Yeah. The music's cool, and you, know, you get that iconic... At the beginning of it, mm-hmm. and then like, like I don't know what it is. It sounds kind of like a violin, yeah, like a, some kind of string instrument. I, again, I could have swore I'd seen Devil's Experiment before, but I had not. Mm-hmm. I, I've only seen Flower and Flesh and Blood and uh, Mermaid in Manhole, which we'll get to on the next episode. It's interesting because like the more I've gotten into like Japanese. Um, adult yeah. <laughs> films. The the the, the, the the it changed my outlook on the way that I looked at the guinea pig movies. Yeah, because they feel like J A V movies. They do. Like which I you know probably the first time I've seen uh, these movies. I had never seen a J A V. Yeah. So you know to me it was just like oh it's just a shot on video mm-hmm. low budget gore film out of Japan. Yeah. Like look at that it now it's like that's like a scuzzy feel to it. It does. Yeah. Even more so than like <laughs> It's like the latter uh all not long movies. Yeah. They have this like fucking nasty feeling to them. They do kind of feel like a, like a Yamanashi film in a way. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that, that like scuzzy like is this porno? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of feel to it. You kind of question it like is this porno? Yeah, I mean I guess it like it, it probably wasn't uh, I mean No, it, it wasn't were, the intent. No, these are gore films. Yeah. But you, you know, could almost see these as like guru type shit. They were made for a market where, you know, Japan the the Japanese horror scene was thriving. Yeah. And, you know, American gore films were selling out the wazoo for video stores. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the rentals were through the roof of movies like Evil Dead and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, Hino and Satoru were like, hey, sh- let's jump on that. <laughs> you know, yeah. We can do that. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because Hino is a... Uh, he, he, I think he's a, a manga artist. Yeah, he's a manga artist and writer. Yeah. And... Like him taking that and bringing it to films, very interesting. Which again, we'll get to. It's just interesting because it's like you know, um, it's always cool, kind of like you know, Jorg mm-hmm. and and Andre Schnoss and Ittenbach, yeah, who reacted to like the censorship in in Germany and yeah. creating this like movement. And when things like that happen, it's always really cool to like see that and like see how it developed and evolved, because that's what happened with the guinea pig films, you know, because like they were birthed out of this ideal where like, you know, American gore films were doing very well in video stores. Yeah. So they're like, let's let's do that. We can do that. Let's make our own gore movies. Yeah. And that that kind of birthed the whole genre of Japanese extreme. Like it existed before guinea pig. Yeah. But what we know today as the Japanese extreme probably wouldn't look the way it does without the guinea pig movies. Oh, absolutely. You know, cuz forever like how many series came out after Oh my god. The guinea pig films. Tons. Even stuff like Eccentric Psycho or Yeah. Even though they're more fetishist mm. or Saudi Scream even though they're the similar, you know. Yeah. I mean? It all burst out of the guinea pig series. They all took influence for sure. They had to have, you know what I mean? Yeah, because like, like I said, like Japanese, like Japanese gore film, like even though it existed before guinea pig, guinea pig was what really like brought brought it to the forefront. forefront. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything else you want to say about Devil's Experiment? Uh, As I said, like 
it, it is a bit dry to an extent where it's like you you get the, the, you know this nasty shit happen on screen it kind of goes on for a while but it's definitely a very interesting start to a very infamous series mm-hmm. one thing I will bring up too before we move on to flowers is um there's a scene where they're like just throwing like guts on her and stuff like yeah. that. I couldn't help but think about like the LPS series. Yeah, you know. And I was like, what came first? I wonder. <laughs> was there any influence there? I, I assume this came this came first, mm-hmm. but again, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know if there's even a date out there for. Those. I'm no expert on the uh, Japanese porn scene. No, you're gonna have to go talk to uh, Herschel Gillis or Herschel Gillis on that <laughs> yeah. one. Those two guys are your hookup there. <laughs> Those guys are scholars when it comes to like Japanese porn. <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh, Herschel Gillis, shock and shock. Yeah, he's a fucking like scholar on like nasty Japanese fetish stuff. And it's funny because like I don't know. I guess I'd always thought Devil Experiment was like the movie, right? Yeah, that was the guinea pig film. Yeah, that was the one. But it's really not when you think about no. it. No. I would say it's definitely the second one. Yes. I think that's where the series really boomed. Yeah, Flower and Flesh and Blood is definitely where the series picked up. Yeah. So, same year, 1985. Yep. They were probably made simultaneously. Yeah, I probably. Would assume. Uh, directed by Hideshi Hino, who is, like you said, a manga artist and writer. Uh, this is the guinea pig flowers of flesh and blood. This, and the story behind this one's very fascinating. Which probably has the best title yes. of any of the guinea pig movies, I think. I do like the the title Android Notre Dame. Yeah. Devil's Experiment is good. I like that a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, it plays on like the horrors of experimentation. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of Unit 731-ish in there as well. You know, which is a no-no in Japan. Yes. You don't talk about that. Shh. <laughs> um, Imagine some of the uh, the youth in Japan probably are like, this shit's fucking awful. Yeah, well. But probably don't. Probably, it's, probably not, it's probably not talked about in like public no. guy very much. It's not <laughs> taught in schools. Yeah. <laughs> No. But I, I think that will play into a little bit too, you know, with the devil's experiment. You know, yeah. Like it's fucked up, you know. Like yeah. The evil. Yeah, exactly. But like this is so like artistic. The flowers of flesh and blood. And the movie is very artistic. Yeah. So essentially what we have here, at the beginning we, we are uh, given a title scroll. 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 Yeah. Where Hideshi Hino explains that he's a manga artist. Yeah. And he one day received in the mail a videotape. Yes. It, uh, it, with the subtitles I had, it could have been fucked. But Who knows? <laughs> uh, it essentially is like, from a supposed fan, were was the contents of an 8mm film and pictures of a crime committed by the mailer. Yeah. And essentially, Hideshi Hino took what he saw and decided to make a movie. Yeah. Not 100% a recreation of what he saw, yes. but taking influence from what he saw and creating Yeah, a this. semi-documentary piece. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, basically, once we get into the film, we see a guy stalking a young girl in Japan. He chloroforms her. She wakes up. She's tied to the bed. He's dressed like a samurai. Yes. <laughs> Which is... Fucking bizarre. Bizarre. Really bizarre. Yeah. Uh, he injects her with some kind of medicine. You know, something that sounds... Special pro- medicine. Yeah, something that has to sound familiar if you're a fan yeah. of uh, another version of the guinea pig franchise. Yeah. Uh, injects her with this medicine that um, paralyzes her, but she remains conscious. Yeah. 
but he claims she will feel no pain and actually she'll feel nothing but ecstasy as she uh, then begins to systematically cut her apart. Yeah. And describing each of the wounds as beautiful blossoms. While also lighting the scene. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, a man, he's a jack of all trades, man. What do you want from him? <laughs> he's, a, he's an amazing DP. <laughs> he's also a fucking... Uh, He's also got like plants growing out of body parts. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically the plot of Flyers of Flesh and Blood. You know, yes. this one's the most infamous one because this is the one Charlie Sheen saw at a party and lost his mind and thought it was a real snuff film. Yeah. And called the FBI. I don't know which one the uh, the otaku killer had. Yeah, I think he had not, them all. He had them all. I think so. God. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Which now finding those VHSs is like good luck. Yeah. I don't. There was somebody on Instagram who had them. Really? Who like they got the last one they needed, That's and crazy. like had the entire guinea pig franchise on VHS. I'm sure that was not cheap. No, but it's cool as fuck. They, yeah. <laughs> um, oh. where to begin with Flyers of Flesh and Blood? I don't even know. I mean, essentially, it, all it is is just this guy just cutting this girl apart. Yeah, piece by piece. You know, that's that's what the whole movie is. Yes. But that makes it sound boring and, and dull, but it's not. It's actually very interesting. Yeah. The lead guy, who, who's the samurai dude, is very interesting, and I think does a very good job of, like, keeping you into it. Yeah. You know, and you're kind of, like, waiting to see what the next thing is going to be. Yes, and also, the gore effects in this one are fucking insane. They are so good. There are like, a few gore effects in this film where I was like, how the, again, much like the eye in Devil's Experiment, yeah. I was like, how the fuck did they do that? Uh, One of the best to me is like, and again, this is not spoilers because it's, you know, it is what it is. It's what the movie yeah. is. After he's cut her arms off and like she's kind of moving around a little bit. Yeah. Like the nubs. Like yeah. move. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like that looks yeah. so crazy. One Something I did not notice until this watching of it, which I've seen this like three times. Mm-hmm. I saw it many, many years ago. We saw it, I think, around last October. Yeah. And then I watched it this time, of course. So I did not notice until this viewing was when he cuts her hands off, the hands move. They move, yeah. Yeah. Like, after he, like, removes them from the wrist, they, like, curl. Yeah. Which means more likely she's, like, under the arm. The actress's yeah. arm is under the bed. Yeah. They've built up that prosthetic, which is, like, that's brilliant. The, like, nothing I thought of, too, but I was like, this is probably, this is probably too low budget for that. It was, like, maybe, like, a robotic type thing no I think they just used the actress as much as they could you know like wherever they could put real pieces of her and have her actually be able to move around and interact with the stuff yeah they did that so it adds even more realism to the effect it looks insane it does like the gore is outstanding and also like it also captures the realism of like probably taking someone apart yeah but it's also super surrealistic as well yeah you know, like it, like the lighting and the way everything, and it's like has this like slow, dreamy feel to it. Yeah, like it feels like a dream the whole time, almost like a fairy tale in a weird yes. way, like a gory, fucked up Grimm's fairy tale. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most Grimm's fairy tales are fucked up. True, true, but, true. Good uh, point. Good point. <laughs> but something I didn't notice until this time either, too, is you could hear the fucking dude struggling. <laughs> <laughs> If I had any complaint with the film, it is some of the effect, sound effects are a little over the top. No, well, yeah. You get that. You get that. It's not, it's, to me, that kind of adds to users. it. <laughs> God damn, you just fucked them up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah. It kind of adds to it for me, though. It's very Japanese. Yes. Like when, I, when I hear those kind of sound effects, I think Japanese gore film. Yeah. I think about Yamanashi and guys like that. Yeah. Um, 
I picked up on a lot of things uh, that would be referenced in yeah. the future. Yeah. In the American guinea pig film, Bouquet of Guts and Gore. Yeah. For instance, it's a weapon. Yes. The weapon he uses to saw her leg off is the exact weapon that Eight the Chosen One uses in really to cut the thigh. I did not know that. Yeah, it's that weird stick with like the big long saw blade yeah. on it. Yeah, it's literally like it looks like the exact same thing. Dude, uh, again, like him cutting through the bone is like that's so fucking like realistic too. Like almost like to a fault. Almost. Yeah. We're like there's the great scene where like he's chopping her arm off at the shoulder. Yeah. And to get to that joint, he gets a chisel and hammer and like it's so breaks fucked. the fucking joint up and it's like damn, they've put a lot of thought into this. Yeah. <laughs> they made sure that they like really like studied like the human anatomy. And yeah. Where the joints and bones would be and how hard it would be to cut through them and things like that. <laughs> and like again the dude is struggling to mm-hmm. do this which is also like well i guess why an american guinea pig they have definitely more than one person working on this shit yeah because <laughs> him by himself and he's fucking struggling he's he, like you hear him go you can hear him go like oh God. Uh, chosen one's also a bit of a bigger boy yeah. <laughs> you know he's got a little more muscle on him <laughs> yeah and i'm probably i'm sure they probably made it a little easier on him too than, For sure. than this dude which i don't have the name wrote down but i don't think he has a name does he in the movie uh no I'm not talking about his like his oh his, his name, real yeah. name oh the actor oh yeah I'm not sure but yeah like after he tears her apart yeah you know, he reveals this room that's his exhibit his museum if you will yeah and it's just like like you said it's flowers and plants growing out of body parts yeah the flowers of flesh and blood and remember the first time I saw this it fucking made me sick dude first of all I saw Flutter's Flesh of Blood I had not quite been as seasoned yeah, me as either. I am now as in an extreme or gross out cinema yeah and the fucking bugs I don't know what it was but it like it fucking made me gag I was like yeah. <laughs> it's like in uh, Cannibal Ferox when they're eating the grubs uh, first time I saw that dude I was like <laughs> the turtle scene still makes me gag <laughs> but <laughs> it, it like watching it now it is like oh you know yeah, it, know, it's nowhere near as like as gross as I remember. Yeah, like, I was remember I was waiting for that fucking scene, man, where he like pulls the curtain back. Like, oh god, here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I was like, oh god. And it's like, okay, it's not that bad. Yeah, some of the worms thing. are kind of gross. Yeah. Like the maggots are they're gross. But the worms. I don't know. Like the older I get, the less maggots bother me. I'm the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, maggots fuck fuck me up. Because a lot of times, like when you see maggots in movies, they're not maggots. They're like yeah. mealworms. Yeah, yeah. Like for instance, like uh, *Sea of Living Dead*. Yeah. When it's supposed to be maggots blowing through the window. Yeah. It's those little white mealworms. Yeah. So they're not maggot maggots. You know what I mean? Mm. We're God, like. Can you imagine how long it would take to get that out of your hair? Ugh, that'd be rough. Ugh. They're just throwing them by the handful. Those actors. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Fulci, man. I imagine they throw them into, like, fans. So I guarantee like, that's what they were doing. Fuck. That's so fucked up. Motor worms. <laughs> throw the worms. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Um, there's not a lot more to say about Flyers Much Blood. I do think it's good. Yeah. I think it's a very interesting movie. Uh, out of the, the first two, it's probably, for me, the most interesting. Yeah, I like it better than Devil Experiment, for sure. And he also gets a lot of that con- the comic book, well, manga stuff across. Mm-hmm. With the colors and the lighting and yeah. stuff like that. And, of course, just the aesthetic of it, you know, the, the, yeah. the samurai outfit and the weapons he uses are all kind of strange and, yeah. you know, over the top a little bit. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I really dig this movie. I think it's an easy watch. Mm. If you're a gorehound, you definitely have to see it. 
it's must watch out. If you're if you're into gore, if you're like I said, a gore hound, yes, and you've not seen Flash and Flesh and Blood, you do yourself a disservice. Mm. It's one of the quintessential must see films of the genre. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, I hope my I hope the microphone's not picking up my fucking stomach right now, dude. My fucking ankle just exploded. I heard that. Did you yeah. hear that? That was gnarly. I thought it was the floorboard. Nope. At nope. <laughs> that was my ankle. Fuck. That was like three pops at once. <laughs> There's just an onslaught of audio right now of your ankle breaking and <laughs> my stomach going. <laughs> so we got one more to cover. Yes. This one not directed by either Hideshi Hino nope. or Satoru Ogura. This one directed by. Oh, God. Masayuki Kusumi. I think that's, that's probably the English way of saying it probably <laughs> yeah. and this is the first film that kind of breaks away from the mold of yeah. what the guinea pig films are kind of known for and that's what's interesting because like when you think about guinea pig when someone references the guinea pig movies yeah the first thing that conjures up in your brain or you know they may even say yeah pseudo snuff yes when in reality <laughs> i wouldn't even say that either of devil's experiment or Guinea, Flatter Flesh of Blood are pseudo-snuff. Yeah. Because there's never reference the fact that they're filming anything. Yeah. Like, the samurai does talk to the camera, and they do, like, sections or, like, um, experiment number. Mm-hmm. But there's no inherent reference to a camera being there. Yes. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I'm totally fine with people saying they are pseudo-snuff films, because they play like pseudo-snuff films. Yeah. But I don't know inherently if they are. I would say they're not not really. Yeah, right. I mean, I guess Flower, Flower Flesh and Blood is the closest. But again, like, but it wouldn't make sense the way the camera moves and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, he's by himself. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it doesn't like the whole ending doesn't make any fucking sense then. Mm-hmm. But but that's the term you hear a lot. Yeah. However, that's only two movies in the series. Mm-hmm. You know, the rest of the films are completely different. Yeah, they're much more like narratively structured, like just regular movies. Yeah. They're not cinema verte, even though I don't think the first two either are either, but yeah, that's yeah, whatever. But this is the first time that breaks away from that, like, all right, it's one person being tortured. Yeah. Although it still kind of is that, in a way, just different. Yeah, it's, this is the first one to go completely comedy. Yeah, where, like, Flyers of Flesh and Blood, I believe, has its tongue firmly planted in its cheek. Yeah. And has a lot of dark humor in it. Yeah. It's still really mean-spirited and nasty. And, yeah. And the gore is not played for comedy at all. No. The gore is serious. You know, it's violent and mean and gore and ruthless and gnarly. Yeah. And visceral. This is straight comedy. This is a comedy. He Never Dies is a fucking risk. Yeah. Like for this, this series. This is the Halloween 3 of the guinea pig series for sure. Yeah. Although this would be the way they go from now on. Yeah. Which except, makes except for Mermaid. What do you mean? It's not very... It, it it's not play. comedic, but it's not like the original, the first two. Either. No, no, no. You know, if anything, it's even more of a risk because then you're bringing like fantasy into it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, and that's why, like, I remember like when Song of Solomon was coming out, and people were kind of like, "What the fuck? This is not really yeah. a guinea pig." It's like, man, if he never dies as a guinea pig movie, then Song of Solomon could be a guinea pig oh, movie. Because yeah, they, they both anything can be. Yeah, that's as long not as it's the got point. gore in it. That's the thing that they're just gore movies. That's all they are. Well, even know? like Mermaid doesn't have like a ton of like just like natural gore in it. Yeah. Um, that's for the next episode. Yeah, but so basically, what we have here, we have a we have a guy. Yes, he's a salary worker. Yeah, works in an office. Don't you know? We don't really know what he does. He's definitely just filling out some kind of paper. Job he does not like. Yeah, he hates his job. Yes, boss is terrible. Everyone in the office treats him like shit. 
He's not a happy man. No. The girl he's interested in is uh, is with another guy already. Fuck. So one day he's just like, all right, fuck it, I'm gone. So he just leaves work and just disappears for days and nobody knows where he's at. Yeah. And they don't seem to care either. Nobody calls and fires him or anything. That kind of bums him out too. He's like, fuck, they didn't even realize I wasn't there. <laughs> so that's so sad. <laughs> I can relate to this man a lot. <laughs> I don't think you get picked on at work. No, but I'm just saying, like the idea, like man, I hate my job. This sucks. Fuck it. <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely. Uh, I can relate to that. Yeah, I relate 100%. to that too. <laughs> so but your work, they would definitely recognize. If you oh, were if gone. I disappeared for four days, they'd be like, "Where the fuck are you?" <laughs> it wouldn't be like, "Is he okay?" It'd be like, "Where are you? We need, we need you to run that register, boy." <laughs> they wouldn't even fire me. No. Like they'd be like, we can't get rid of him. We ain't got no one else. No one is stupid enough to do his job. No one else is dumb enough to do this shit. (laughs) So, anyways, fuck. After a while, he's at his house, and you know he's he's bored out of his mind. Yeah, he's lonely. He's depressed, and he's like, fuck it. He is so bored too. So bored. Yeah. Which I like that scene a lot, where he like draws the faces on his feet. Yeah. Plays out this little scene. Actually, decent drawings. Yeah, it's it's actually a fun little cool scene. But he decides, like, fuck it, I'm just going to kill myself. (laughs) It takes such a turn, too. (laughs) He's just like, fuck it, I I just want to be dead. Fuck it. I mean, relatable, but... So, yeah. (laughs) Based. Based. Am I right, right, boys? (laughs) People on Virtue are going to get really concerned about our fucking mental health. (laughs) You should be. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Anyway. So, he cuts his wrist. Yeah. And he's like, ugh. And he's like, that don't hurt. Huh. What the fuck? So he looks down. He's not bleeding. He bleeds a little bit. But he no. stops bleeding. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? So he tries it again, basically. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Doesn't hurt. Bleeding stops. He's live. Yep. He's like, holy shit. I can't die. <laughs> yeah. So he quickly realizes that like, no matter how much bodily harm he does to himself, he can't die. Yep. He's immortal. <laughs> Now, he doesn't heal back. No. But he's immortal. Which, that's the bummer, right? That's the bummer, right? (laughs) If you could heal back, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But, like... (laughs) Which makes the rest of the movie even more ridiculous. Oh, yeah. So, like, he's sitting there, he's like, shit, I'm I'm immortal. What do I do? Yeah. And he comes with the ultimate plan. Should he go and maybe become a superhero because he can't die? Mm -hmm. And he can stop crime? No, no, no. No, no. Should he go to a scientist and be like... There's something strange. I can't. I can't die. Maybe we should do experimentations to figure out what it is. Maybe we could end death. You know. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> no. Uh, does Does he? You know. Even even like go to like a like like a freak show type thing to be like, oh look what I can do. No. No. He says to pull the fucking biggest prank <laughs> ever on his fucking colleagues. And again, not even on his boss. Nope. Not even on the girls that make fun of him. Nope. Not even on his other coworkers that are no. like dickheads. On the one guy who kind of gives a shit about him. Yeah. He decides to pull a prank on him. <laughs> That's his whole goal in this movie, man. That's his whole like narrative arc is like, all right, I'm depressed. I try to kill myself. Oh, I can't die. Prank. <laughs> Time for, pr- <laughs> Time for pranks. It's, it's the ultimate YouTube prank. Yeah. You feel like if the movie was longer, like it would just continue to be a series of pranks. Yeah. And it's, I remember the first time I saw this movie and was watching it because I'd never seen He Never Dies. Yeah. I was planning on doing that little series that yeah. I never finished. Um, and just being like, 
what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that's his ideal? Like, that's the big, like, <laughs> not even on gotcha any... moment? <laughs> yeah, it's not the guy who he con- considers a friend. Yeah. To be like, look at look at me, I'm fucked up. Yeah, so, like, his friend, I guess the only, like, thing that ties his friend into being the one that should be the victim is that he is dating the girl he's interested in. Yeah. Which, that's in the movie so little that, like, you can miss that. Yeah. It's like one frame where he kind of looks <laughs> and they're already talking about going on a date and he's like... Ugh. Yeah. You know, outside of that, he never makes reference to it. Nope. So, like, even then, you're like, <laughs> you know, like, okay. yeah. So, like, he invites his friend over, and essentially, he just makes, like, a haunted house. A haunted house from hell, because it's literally just him stuck in this small-ass, like, a fucking, like, apartment type thing. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking terrorizing him with his body. Which is great, because the guy plans to prank him. Yeah. And he wears, like, this terrible Elvis mask. Yeah. Which I didn't even realize it was Elvis the first time I watched it. Oh, was, was it supposed to be Elvis? It's Elvis. He even makes reference to the fact that it's Elvis. <laughs> and he, like, he runs in, he's like, what's going on? And then he, like, comes out with, like, a protractor on his fucking head, and he's like, <laughs> I'm from hell. <laughs> He like starts ripping his guts out, yeah, like cutting his hands off and shit. <laughs> My favorite parts is like, I thank God that sometimes I actually work for this part because they did not work for most of it. <laughs> but he's like, "Ooh, I I have no conscience. I, I don't feel sorry for any of this." Oh, actually, I kind of do. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's the thing about the movie that I wanted to point out. It's actually genuinely really funny. It is. I it's laugh a my ass off. Super charming movie. Yes. Like, it, it's it's weird to say that a gore film will make you smile. Yeah. But this is definitely a gore film that's going to make you smile. It's so funny. It's just silly, and it's goofy, and it's so lighthearted. I'm sorry. I just, just want to say real fast, I apologize if you can hear my fucking stomach. Nah, I'll be all right. I'm sorry. But, like, it's you going know. To, my stomach's going to ape shit. Continue. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, Devil's Experiment is, like, bleak and really Oh, yeah, it's mean. so fucked. <laughs> And Flowers of Flesh and Blood is visceral and violent and yeah. surreal. Uh, he Never Dies is silly and goofy and lighthearted. Yeah. Like, it's just a LARP, really. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, yeah. just, it's so strange. It's a man's tale of pulling off the biggest prank in history, essentially. And, like, the ending of the movie is one of the most bizarre things. Dude. <laughs> like, I was so fucking confused. Yeah. By the ending when I watched it. I was like, wait... What? Like, hold on! Like, There's such a mess in here. Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> and then you got the. Did you see this? You stayed around for the post credit scene. Uh, where like they're all just like dancing and singing. Yeah, he's just like, which how they did that scene where his head is just there yeah. and you see nothing else is like outstanding. Well, my brain was trying to figure it out. I was like, was it green screen? I was like, they couldn't really do that then, could they? I don't think so. Or maybe I'm just dumb, but. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It's almost better that I don't know. Yeah, because it looks awesome. Yeah, and he's just like yeah, da, 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 just yeah. laughing around and having fun. Yeah, it's so silly. It is. It's such a lot harder. It's weird to say that because it's really gory. Yes, and some of the gore is really fucking good. Yes, I should say all the gore is good, but some of it's like wow, that's really fucking cool. Yeah, when he's like pulling his guts out and shit, like you can see his spinal column and everything. Yeah, like it's a cavity and you see like yeah. his spine and shit like that. It's so cool looking. It's great. And, like, there's cool things where he has, like, like, there's things about the movie that are, like, subtle little, like, little things little, that they add in there that I think is really cool. The fact yeah. that, like, when he cuts his hand off. Yeah. And he duct tapes it back on, he can't use it. Yeah. 
which any other movie, like, you know, they'd be like, oh, there you go, it's working again. Yeah. Not this one, no. If he cuts it off, it's just, it it's just, fucked, it's gone. He just can't die. Yeah. Which makes the ending even more ridiculous, because yeah. you're like, well, what are you going to do now? You're stuck like this. You're stuck. <laughs> you're stuck with the head, being the head on the table. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking goober. <laughs> the fact that the whole movie, the whole linchpin of the whole movie is the fact that he's going to pull a prank on his friend is so funny to me. That, yeah. like, it's just so ridiculous that, like, who thought this Who thought this up? Like, Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it exists. Yeah, it's fun as fuck. And it's only 40 minutes, and it's so fucking easy to watch. Yeah. Like, I think Flowers is my favorite. Yes. Just of these three. Yeah. My favorite's to come. Yeah. My personal favorite, that is. Mm-hmm. But I actually think I have more fun and enjoy watching He Never Dies more than Flyers of Flesh and Blood. Yeah, I had a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was in, like, I was like, oh. Like, I remember, like, I got back from work. Because we were supposed to record earlier in the week, but shit happened. Shit went crazy. Yeah, life became hectic. Anyway, but I was like, okay. I gotta watch this. I gotta watch this last one. Oh, fuck. Okay. And I was gonna watch it. I'm, like, laughing my ass off at it. I was like, I did not expect this. Mm-hmm. I did not expect expect it to be fucking as charming as it is like i feel like if i was like all right i want to watch a guinea pig movie yeah i would go to this movie before i went to like flowers or Devil yeah Experiment. it's it's so fun it's just it's just a good time yeah it's just an easy watch <laughs> it's definitely a, a very fun watch to put on with friends before, oh like, yeah later. yeah i don't know it's just a really charming movie it really is like yeah I actually like this was like where well, the other two I was like all right that runtime is good for these movies yeah I actually wanted more of this movie yeah I want to see where it went yeah I want to see what was next <laughs> yeah I wanted to see like like if his body could like re- like come back together yeah or if they could like continue to prank people with this whole fucking thing the head yeah and the interesting thing too we didn't really talk about at all is the fact that the movie opens and ends with this English guy yeah an American dude. Um, Which I don't think he is, but I my brain merely went to oh, it's supposed to be the president of the United States. <laughs> Maybe it, I don't think it's supposed to be him, but I yeah. can see why. Um, <laughs> I thought it was funny as fuck though. That is funny, and he's like explaining like, all right, the movie we're about to see is based on real shit. <laughs> so I guess that ties it to the yeah, it ties and, you know, it's based on facts. You know, yeah, this is not a work of fiction. You know, I'm like, you know, you're gonna see something truly hor- horrifying. Yeah, you know, an anomaly of nature that can't be explained yeah and then you watch the movie and it's just the silliest shit you've ever seen <laughs> it's so fucking funny it reminded me almost like a Herschel Gordon Lewis yeah in a way like the way it opened because like, you know like in Blood Feast the guy comes out and yes. he's like the film you're about to see is truly startling you it's know? truly like, bizarre in nature yeah it's unlike any other that's been filmed yeah exactly it felt yeah. like that except for he's like this ain't fake yeah this ain't fake bro this is a movie this might as well be a medical documentary <laughs> you know like yeah. <laughs> He just and then you cut to the movie and he just throwing his fucking intestines at someone. <laughs> just be like, ooh, oh, you're in hell. <laughs> yeah. You know what you do is when he passes out. Yeah, it's funny as fuck. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But, it's it's super fun. It is. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's it though. I guess yeah. I don't really got nothing else to say about it. Uh. It is weird because, like, you know, it's like, oh, the guinea pig series. Here yeah. we go. We're going to review them. And when you go to review these movies, it's like, well, there's not a shit ton to them. Yeah. You know, so the reviews are not going to be super long. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the question aspect of this is probably longer. Oh, I guarantee it is. <laughs> yeah, but. It is what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, ultimately, I think, you know, if you are a fan of gore, 
mm-hmm. films and you've never seen any of the guinea pig movies then you gotta go out there and get them yeah watch them because like that these are rite of passage films yes and you know so far we're three for three I think yeah I thought all three of them were good movies I did too and interesting and unique to their own rights and like trailblazers you know, yeah for sure um yeah he never dies was very much a surprise to me though mm-hmm uh, yeah, that movie, the first time I watched it, blew me away. I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Yeah. I'm so happy I watched it. <laughs> yeah. But as everyone knows, uh, next week, or the next episode, I mean, is going to be a continuation of yes. this as we talk about uh, the next... The next three. Next three plus... The unofficial sequel. Yeah. So next week we'll be covering Mermaid in a Manhole. Yeah. Uh, Android of Notre Dame. Devil Doctor Woman. And Lucky Sky Diamond. Yep. Which, you know, I've never seen that one. I haven't seen any of them besides Mermaid. That's that's me too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited about it. You know, I think the guinea... Oh, so far, I really enjoy the guinea pig films. Yeah. I'm looking forward to finally, after all these years... Finally finishing it Finishing them. it up and yep. completing it, you know, and talking about them. I'm definitely probably going to have to try to find a better version of these. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'll be sticking with the XT video box set. I may give it another whirl in the next episode and see how it goes. The thing about it is, like, if you really want to watch these movies... You know, we don't necessarily condone bootlegging, yeah. per se, but the, nor do we, like, damn it either. <laughs> well, no. I just don't know the legality of being like, go bootleg movies. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, but if you want to watch these movies, they're pretty easy to find. Yes. They're not hard to track down at all. No. You know. They're not hard to track down. Physical releases are different. The oh, physical, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, different yeah. beast. That's different beast, Yeah. We were looking for them the other day, and it's not as easy as it used Which, to be. I swear to God, it wasn't that hard not too long ago. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, the big ones, but it was, like, Mermaid Manhole wasn't that hard to find. Yeah. But another thing, too, is these are, they're not stuck in dead format, but they're definitely stuck in being out of print right now. Yeah, they're definitely out of print. So, unless you're going to try to track down the original ones, I mean, find them online just to watch them or... Get picking up a bootleg version is probably the, your best. You know, something we didn't really mention either is this is the films that launched on Earth. Yep, this was the first unearthed release was the guinea pig box set. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much ex- Stephen Barrow got the rights to the guinea pig films and created on Earth to put them out. That's crazy. Yep, Earth is a fucking beast of a company. Yeah, so without the guinea pig films, we wouldn't have it on Earth either. Yeah. So it's like, you know, there's a lot of things that the guinea pig films like birthed yeah. <laughs> and like revolutionized and pioneered. I did, I, I did not realize until pretty much like right now that that's, that was the case. Yeah. I thought Earth was a thing before. Nope. I mean, I would like to see them re-release these, but I don't know if it'll happen. Because if, if I remember from the interview correctly, Byro said he would like bootleg the guinea pig movies. Yeah. And then got contacted by... Either he got contacted by or he contacted the creators. Yeah. Or the rights owners and was like, you know, there's a market for these movies. Yeah. You know, people want them. Yeah. You know, if you license them to me, I can put them out and we can make money. Yeah. And they licensed the movies to him and he created an earth to distribute them. I mean, that does make me think, like, if it was that easy then, then he... He or somebody else could potentially still put these out. Maybe. I don't know. Because that, that whole... Thing with the, the fucking killer dude, fucking asshole. That happened bef- way before, like he got the rights. Did it? Yeah, that happened like in the nineties. So, yeah. Well, from what I understand, 
uh, Japan kind of sees the guinea pig films as a black eye, mm. which is funny when you look at all their porno and shit. Well, I mean, you know. That's what Stephen Byron says, you know. Yeah. When we talked to him, that's what he said, that Japan kind of sees them as a, a sore. Uh, that, that sucks. because it's nothing to do with them, basically. I mean, a lot, a lot of... And I also hear that licensing from Japan is just not easy. No. Like, it's not an easy thing to do. No. But... But... I guess it's time to wrap it up. I haven't eaten. I have, I've barely eaten anything today either. So I'm so. fairly hungry. Yep. I want to stuff my hole. <laughs> might want to clarify which hole. <laughs> you decide. You decide. Big Greasy Boys. Eat big. Shit bigger. Shit bigger. As always, we want to shout out our boys, Spooky Celluloid. Mm-hmm. Of course, Mr. Parker. Yep. He's uh, awesome. Jonathan Doe. Jonathan Doe, Cinema's Underbelly, Future Productions. Go check all that shit out. Herschel Gillis. Yeah, Shock and Shock. That shit's yep. awesome. Uh, Unboxed, watched, and reviewed. Yes. Cemetery Bros, uh, the Bones and Brews podcast. Mm-hmm. Morbid Horror podcast, of course. Brandon Terry rules. Graveyard Shit. Graveyard Shit podcast. Purely Granny Gangrene. Severed Cinema. Severed Cinema. Severed Cinema fucking rules. That's yes. the Bible of the underground. It's, it's wild because, like, uh, you talk to Chris on pretty much a regular basis. Yeah, he fucking rules. He's awesome. It's so wild to me. <laughs> Yeah, but, Severed Cinema is the Bible of the underground. If you want to know anything about the shit we talk about, you need to go to that side. Oh, my God. Like, I was going through Severed uh, Cinema today looking for, uh, just looking for shit I haven't heard of. And there's so much shit that he, that they've talked about on there that's I've never even heard of. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, well, what, what the fuck is this? It's where I discovered White Gardenia. Yeah. Like when uh, uh, Sam Hale announced the Bizarre Theater release of the first White Gardenia yeah. set. I was like, what the fuck is this? Looked up Severed Cinema. They had an interview and the review of his movies, and that sounded interesting, so I grabbed it. I read the interview, and it's fucking fascinating. <laughs> it's really fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> it's just strange. Yeah. But, be, I think it'd be interesting to talk to him one day. Yeah, I mean, I've seen several people do interviews. I think he's yeah. down to do interviews. It's just I don't know what I'd ask him. No, not really. I mean, not, nothing that, you know, Severed hasn't already. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. And, of course, everybody listens to this podcast. We love each and every one of you. Yes. You guys are awesome. You're all homies. Even though we are the worst and take forever to put our shit out. They're always there waiting for us. <sighs> I mean, it's, it's, it's not as bad of a relationship with us as it is with Death Grips, but... Sure. <laughs> you never know if they're just done or not. For sure. But for sure. That was random. I'm going to go eat now. Yeah, me too. I'm a hungry boy. A hungry boy. I need some food in my belly. <laughs> I need some food side bite. I need to stuff my face. <laughs> get stuff your face. Get, get fatter, even though I shouldn't, because it's probably going to fucking kill me. <laughs> We're going to die before we fucking get to some of the heavy hitters. One day, this episode of these podcasts just isn't going to exist. Yeah. Like, one day you're going to, like, check your feed and like, shit, they're not posting forever. It's because one of us is dead, probably. Yeah, you just have to assume that one of us had a heart attack and died. Yeah. Too fat to exist. <laughs> yeah, I'm laying here like the slug I am. Like a piece of shit. One of our fucking hearts finally gave out. Dude, all the grease and fat and... <laughs> Dude, recently I Triglycerides and fucking... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking sodium intake and, you know... The other day I thought it was going to happen. Yeah, see? That's what I'm saying. Well, not heart attack, but I was like, I'm going to fucking die. Yeah. And then I was like, well, hope I wake up tomorrow. <laughs> That was fun, though. But anyways, <laughs> on that fun note, I'm John. I'm Matt. And you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick. On Cinema. 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 Cinema.
Samurai dude and fucking Flower Flesh of Blood be fucking spitting bars, man. Frank's hot sauce. I put that shit on everything. <laughs> What's Big Red? Uh, What's Big Red, brother? <laughs> fucking idiot.